foot on your neck again. <laughs> White man keeping you out of the land again. Telling you that this the land of free, but it ain't free for us. What happened to your, your voice? Ain't, it ain't the... <clears throat> the big rude voice. There you, like go. That. there you go. I'm not speaking into the mic like I should. But everything ain't all good. Because we in America and we... <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> nigga, they really whipping niggas? Hey, fuck it. It is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, what else you gonna do? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one of four things might have happened to you this week. You caught COVID accidentally and couldn't interview the vice president. You you got you got you got missing white woman syndrome. You go you got handed a whip and a horse at your government job, or you was just Kelly Price. Welcome back to another episode of the Government Name Podcast. Your checks and balances and social commentary. Two halves to make one whole, which is a complete asshole. Your podcaster's favorite podcast. The niggas in the corner waiting on you to fuck up. We gonna catch you. Get them, boys. My name is Cole Jackson. My name is the one and only Shotgun. What's happening? And if you're going to catch Haitians, why not catch them to a fucking beat like this? Ah, move them Get them, boys. <laughs> Fuck it, man. Get to the drop at least. Fuck it. Bro. Ain't no more job. <laughs> oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we learn to Didn't deceive. They've been deceiving us for a long time. I didn't know the government still had whips and horses. Man, it's so much. <laughs> who wrote it's, the, who, <laughs> it's so much that they not explaining about this whole situation. Who wrote the manifesto for that? Who, Bruh, who, I, who wrote the ticket out for that? Why the Haitians even here? Anybody explaining that? Nope. Exactly. There's so many missing pieces to this puzzle, but hey, we ain't here to talk about that. We'll talk about all the checks and balances of social commentary. We're gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. Okay, I gotta, you know, we gotta slow crawl and get to that. I seen that picture, and the first thing I thought of was Shogun. Everybody say that picture. That's the picture. That was it. The picture speaks a thousand words, and niggas is like, I just thought about you. 
It's me getting whipped or the mm. nigga running. No, I, I <laughs> which way am I? I was waiting on you to get onto get on your presidential pedestal to talk about these. Oh, types I have a presidential a presidential pedestal. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I want this. That's too much power for one man. I mean, my nigga, we really elected Joe Biden. He is the po- most powerful person in America. Not gonna do that. He is the most. Not powerful. gonna do that. Okay, his handlers or his babysitters are the most powerful. His caretakers are the most powerful. Whoever's in the world. You ever watch Brewster's Million? I've seen. Um, what is that movie where the dead body and they carrying that man around? <laughs> the dead body. <laughs> Weak- not weekend. Then Bernie's. What's the nigga that the, the dead guy? It might have been weekends at Bernie's shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Brewster's yeah. million is where where Richard Pryor gets money and he has to do mm. he has to do like crazy things to spend all this money so he can get more money. Oh. So he ran an election uh. for mayor of New York and he knew he wasn't gonna win. Dang. So he just said none of the he said vote none of the above. And uh. that's what everybody did. So and he won. We didn't have no. Nah. He didn't win. Oh. He, they voted none of the above, and oh, nobody won. Good, because he said he was talking shit about both, uh, both candidates, sides, and yeah. he was just like, "They ain't, they ain't one of them shit." You know what I'm saying? He just wasted some money on an election to do none of the above. Maybe we should have had an election like that. We did. <laughs> the Dominion somebody voting had, systems fucked it up. You somebody had to, somebody <laughs> had to win, right? Uh, did they? Because I, mean, I feel like either side in America lost. I didn't see none of the above <laughs> on the West and A. See, that Kanye West don't feel so bad. Voting for Kanye West don't look so bad. Not I mean, it. but Kanye is literally off his meds. That's the problem. Like Joe Biden, Joe even his, with meds. He took his today. Who who did? He got his booster. You didn't see it on TV? No. I don't, <laughs> yeah. Did they kill him finally? <laughs> no. Shit, we still they got four they, more years of this shit. They injected that water in him. Man. Y'all really think that nigga took a booster shot? He is good for the country. That he dies? That's what he cool. said. Cool, all right. No, he said good for, we ain't here for... Look, okay. I'm not <laughs> I'm not here for the presidential talk, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you're back. Well, I mean, we're going to have to get to that because we're the checks and balances of social commentary. I know, but that's your, that's your bag. That that's my, my bag. beat, but... I don't, I, don't let, I don't lean on that. I can't. I'm not smart enough in it. I hate when you talk like that, man. But I'm not smart enough in it, bro. Like, I know what my strengths and weaknesses are. You don't are. pay attention to it. I don't want you to say that you're not smart. Okay. That's the problem. Okay, like you well, gotta brother. value yourself first. You are a man, not three fourths of a person. You a whole man, <laughs> nigga. Like a whole snack out here. That's what they say in your inbox, ain't it? Ain't nobody in my. Hey, inbox. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Ain't nobody in my shit. My shit about as dry as a fucking sandpaper. No shit. That's fucked up, ain't it? But yeah, there's, oh, there's some jokes there I could have made, but it's like we'll let it go. You know. Shout out to Leroy. Appreciate you for jumping on last week. That was a great episode between y'all two. And I was so amped to get on this mic today. I was like, yo, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to read all the feedback and all the emails that y'all niggas didn't see. <laughs> like, I heard so many terrible things, horrible jokes, and offensive things last week. And I was like, oh, yeah, this nigga's going to get it, finally. But y'all fake ass fair weather motherfucking listeners out here ain't write a goddamn email, ain't write a goddamn word. Ain't nobody jump down this motherfucker's throat. But as soon as I say something, hey, this is my opinion about some shit, backed up with some other opinions, backed up with both sides of the motherfucking opinion, y'all niggas gonna jump on my... It's my fault. I invite the shit. Them niggas ain't no killers. Them niggas some hoes. <laughs> I skinny pimp. <laughs> Kingpin skinny pimp. Them niggas ain't no killers. Them niggas some hoes. Man, I, I, I just thought it was funny that, damn, man, it's like... I think people go to you because cause you're all welcoming on all conversations. You're welcome, too. Uh, uh, no. You didn't hear the conversation last week about me potentially being an intimidating person? I heard you. Turn, no, I laugh. 
every time you said that. <laughs> I don't know why people feel like you're intimidating. You have a presence. Yes, that is great. Thank yes, you. But I don't think you're intimidating. I don't need I don't get that energy. I don't get that vibe from you. Right, but right. I know you, so I don't know. Maybe motherfuckers don't know that. You'll talk to anybody. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, most definitely. Motherfuckers mad or confused or like, I don't know what I can say about you or, or to you. Like, eh. <laughs> Shit or get off the pot. <laughs> I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, you ain't going to snap their head or snap their neck. Like, nah, stop talking to me. Glide. Yeah. <laughs> like, that ain't who you are. I think I'm a cool brother, you know? Mm. <laughs> Maybe not. I just want to fuck with you about it because you're so self conscious. <laughs> I am. I am very self conscious. I know, me. man. No, you are cool. That's me. So I'm very so just uh, to talk behind the scenes. As soon as he got here, I said, "Oh man, you got some cargo pants on," and I said the wrong word. I didn't mean cargo pants, but I meant camo, camo. pants. And this nigga looked at me like, "Would you ever say that shit to me again?" Don't ever say that to me again. <laughs> cargo pants. <laughs> But no, you look cool in your Thanks. camo pants. Thanks, I was bro. like, damn, you ready to storm the border? Fall. Fall season. Oh, that's what it is. You falling back. Yeah. Falling back on the holes, huh? Lean back. <laughs> Lean back. Did you watch it? The the yeah. verses between? I didn't. I watched it. Was it good? I mean, it went exactly how I knew it was going to go. <laughs> the Joe Crack was going to get stumped? Yeah. Oh, okay. He pulled out some freestyles. I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody heard of these shit. <laughs> I was like, nah. Do it in Spanish. Maybe they'll listen. <laughs> nah, just... Man. Just play the songs. Oh man! Just play the, <laughs> with just the play, words over. Just play, just play the hits, bro. He don't even need to rap. <laughs> just play the hits. Bring Remy Ma back out. <laughs> yeah, bring the hits. Where big pun at? Where his son? Oh, at? that nigga dead. I know, but he can do it better. All right. Don't do that. I ain't doing that. Don't I, do I that. like Joe Crack. I'm just. I do too. Like, I think but between him and Ja Rule, my nigga, it's ja, not. Ja Rule was a whole era, dog. A yeah. whole. Not to take nothing away from from Fat Joe, but Ja Rule was a whole era, dog. I think Ja Rule kind of didn't get, like, he didn't get the career he deserved. Like Eminem, It was good enough. Eminem and 50 kind of fucked this shit up at the end, though. I mean. He a joke. Can't stay, stay on top forever. Tell Drake that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right. I feel that. I feel that. So that. there's a couple of things that I didn't get to talk about last week before I get to it. How was your week, man? <laughs> Sorry, you I, ain't, you I got ain't, a lot of shit that I want. Yeah, I got a lot that I want. So There's a, a lot of things. Uh, first of all, wait, man, <laughs> I just saw you clapping, that, so I'm gonna clap. That, that, that lets me know you missed the podcast. I did. <laughs> I got a little pent up and tense. I'm ready to get it out. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I can't wait to do this. Um, I can tell by your text. It's like seven o'clock, my nigga. I was like, okay, versus. Um, I need to work on how to convert. convert? Reason why I, convert. Reason why I said that was I was uh, at my barber. Shout out to Justin. I was at my barber shop and and we were everybody was talking mm-hmm. and Justin was holding court. You know what I'm saying? Like just talking to everybody and stuff like right. that. And I was making jokes and I had the whole room laughing. And when I got in the chair, he was like. You know what your problem is? And I was like, what? He's like, you don't know how to convert. And I was like, what you talking about? What he the said, fuck is convert? Hmm, I'm getting to oh, it. All right. <laughs> Dial it back to seven, bro. I know, but you said it. it like three times. I'm like, I'm so still he said, he said, you don't know how to convert. And I was like, what you talking about, Jay? And he was just like, man, you literally had this whole room laughing. 
and not one of them people left without knowing you had a podcast. And oh. I was like, damn, bro. He said, your mind needs to be on converting, letting people know what you have. You're the product. You're mm-hmm. the motherfucker that, that's a part of the shit. You, you need it. to start selling this shit. He was like, you literally had everybody in here laughing at you, and not one person left without hitting follow on your podcast. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I said, because at, at one point in time, I think we've been doing it for so long. Yeah. We were at a point where we was kind of like, we don't need everybody to know we do a podcast uh-huh. because, you know, we, I guess because of our jobs or mm. whatever the case may have been. We had been on that type of time for so long. Right. It's, you know, and now I'm sitting up here trying to do a media. I got a media company that I'm trying to convert and get people to follow and stuff like that. You need to be talking about this shit all the time. I need to make sure people hit, go on their fucking phones and hit follow. He's like, that's what Jay was telling. He was like, people need to get on their phones and follow you. Mm. It's right there. Like, it's you, it, you act like y'all niggas ain't on everything. And I was like, well, you, you right about that. The point. I, mean, I said, when you, I sound with you, with you. He's like, you got to change your mentality. Mm. You got to learn how to convert. And that's something that I'm most definitely focused on. And I need to think more about it. Because everybody in that bitch was falling out. And what I y'all was talking just, about? Just... I just pulled woke brother out for some strange reason gotcha. and was being woke and yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. was la- loving that shit. And I was just like, he was like, you, all you had to say was, Hey, if you like that, I got a podcast. Nobody ran away from you. Nobody was intimidated by you. See what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't shit. I'm just pointing out the facts, but I need to learn how to convert, man. Now you're right. But at the same time, being a podcaster, I don't want to be on all the time. Like, I don't want to have to be this persona at all times. Like, mm-hmm. yo, let me perform for these people. Like, nah. I think that's naturally who I am, though. I mean, yes and no. Like, your natural personality is who you are, and that comes through on the podcast. But mm-hmm. you're not there to, like, sell something to people at all times. Like, you just be there for the vibes. You be kicking it. Yeah, but I was just saying this today. I was talking to, shout out to Robert Miller. But uh, I, just we, I was just talking about that today. I was like, nigga, we are one of. I don't give a fuck when anybody say mm-hmm. we're one of the funniest, best podcasts you can listen to on this fucking I mean, on it, this it shit. It sells itself, my nigga. I know, but <laughs> I I have to be con- I have to be conscious enough to. Oh yeah. It's a situation where I'm running a business, and I'm not sitting up here saying I got to sell, sell, sell. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, everybody on this fucking podcast network has talent. Mm-hmm. Everybody on this motherfucker can do their thing right. better than a lot of people who are doing it big today. Yeah. And my job is to make sure people are knowing and understand that and know what we offer and what we have. Not one of our podcasts are the same. Yeah, the brand is strong. You feel me? Yeah. And it ain't about selling or being on on a regular basis. What it is, is just saying awareness is is big. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Like, I love doing this fucking, this shit right here, it's this therapy. government name shit. Mm-hmm. I love it. I want other people to to love it. When people say, yo, that shit you said last week, that shit was hilarious. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not the fact of being on on a regular basis or like having that persona on. It's for me to make sure people are aware and know what we're doing. And mm-hmm. I have to, as me, as a as a person who is a content creator and somebody who owns the 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 business, I have to make sure that I'm converting people's laughs into listens. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a way to do that. 
Like you could have said, "Hey, check me out on Instagram," but then our Instagram don't really have this on there. Mm-hmm. We need clips or something. I guess we're like sound bites or something yeah. where people can be like, "Oh yeah, that's kind of funny," and then it can be a tool to kind of convert them over to the right. SoundCloud or whatever. I agree with you. I mean, Jesse was right. Yeah. So. And Jesse and I always kick kicking game from a, a, a outside perspective that I don't ever even look at because well, he literally because you 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 on the inside right. you can't see what the motherfucker outside looking at you ain't no Haitian <laughs> I was under <laughs> you the an American I was under the bridge Nah you was you was inside America Okay you know what I mean I was under you might have been on the horse but you know whatever <laughs> you might have been you kind of light skinned that's fucked up but you know I get it on the regular it's a mite. That, that means maybe, maybe not. <laughs> oh, my mic bag is still big. Yeah, I told you that mic full. Mic full. That hope. That hope bag. That's the problem. <laughs> Y'all don't understand that that was a whim. Like that just that was honestly not a written bit. That just came out of nowhere. I don't know where it came from, but it was funny. That hope bag is so serious. But oh, uh, <laughs> I agree with him though, man. We definitely like I I, I let a a friend of mine from high school know about the podcast, and he been checking it. I was like, yo, it's it's kind of refreshing to hear. The shit that I'm saying come from a black man. Mm. Like I, I meet a lot of white people who have these ideals and views. I'm not saying that I'm some mag ass toting ass dude, but I think I'm fair. And today, mm. there's not a mm. lot of fair and balanced coverage on these topics and these situations. And and I think that's what's missing in a lot of this. Like people have points, regardless if you agree with them or not. They got a reason for what they're saying. Right. And I think I'm one of the few people that will actually listen and be like, okay, I can express their side without clowning them and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So um, being able to talk to everybody and anybody about this stuff, it, it's, it's kind of refreshing. Right. You know, we, we don't beat people up for having a difference of opinion. Mm-mm. They just beat me up. But you know, sorry, sorry, right. you can handle it. I'm a big man; I can take it. Right, calves are huge. Cry the man bleed, bleed on the inside. My calves are huge. <laughs> that's what, that's Should what, I put some what, pants on, sir? I be, I be jealous, man. <laughs> I be jealous as fucking your calves. I was like, man, my shit ain't never gonna look like. No, that. it ain't. Nigga. <laughs> you see this? You see all this above it, nigga? Right. <laughs> you gotta earn this shit. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> but no, I, I agree with Justin. <laughs> to get back to it, so so we definitely gotta we gotta get get our name back out there. Start not fearing what people are gonna think and how they gonna approve or disapprove of your podcast. Just put it out there. Like, hey man, if you you entered enjoyed our conversation, check out my podcast. The only thing they can say is I don't like it. Yeah, or and not listen to it. We have more people that like it than than not. You find something that you like about it. The last thing I hear is like, man, it's kind of long. But, you know, they still listen. Well, you know, it what it is. It is what it is. Uh, what has happened to you this week, last week? The state of Alabama is going to charge me a tax to call myself a business. I have to pay $157 to the state of Alabama to be called a business. That is exactly what it said on the paper. So I understand that you knew into this business ownership shit, but you're going to get fucked. You, oh, you I was expecting it. The dick is gonna come. Oh, real quick, real quick. Yeah, just it was a big you know. old white man like R. Kelly just coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how new you are, nigga. yeah, it's just right there. Like, mm. damn, I just graduated, but nope, nope. I'm at the McDonald's, nigga. Graduated, nigga. I'm in tenth grade. And me too. <laughs> <laughs> and now, thirty years later, it's me too. <laughs> I'm in tenth grade, nigga. You like, I know, nice. I know what grade you're in. I I'm can smell it you. on you. Yeah. <laughs> 
I know what it is. I'm finna, I'm finna do it right into your booty. I just felt like that was kind of fucked up, but I know doing business and being a business owner, mm-hmm. things like that come. But I was like, y'all niggas couldn't wait till tax season started and write it off. I can't. It's I, don't, a state I don't know tax. how. This, I don't know how this shit works, but that's state. what I hear about business owners. I'm like, yeah, yeah, write it off. It's a state tax, my nigga. You can write off up to ten thousand dollars a year. I don't think I can write off a state tax. I mean, you probably can't, but you can finagle some numbers. You know what I mean? What See, you on? telling the secrets on the pod? They know. They need to know. Shit. They coming with a hundred dollars, and then I need ten. Ooh, you want them white horses after you? <laughs> I'm on some stairs. Bring them horses up these stairs, then, nigga. I want to see that shit. Come up there, motherfucker! Whip the fuck! I am out of not you. afraid of a motherfucker on a horse. I have a gun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nigga, do what? <laughs> Who are you, Geronimo, nigga? What you I gonna just... do, <laughs> Geronimo? That's an Indian name, Tonto, whatever. Which one? Tonto. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I mean it's in real Dionegro. Dionegro. See, I was about to say real Dionegro, <laughs> like that place. That over there. Um, nah, I just, I said, well, damn. I said, I, the only thing was, I was like, why ain't y'all wait till tax season? Y'all didn't even wait till nah, tax season. I, I they like, nah, here you he go. Mm. $157. We need it. ASAP. ASAP. What are they going to do? Uh, take away my LLC. They're going to have a pizza party with your money. Pizza party? Yeah. Damn. They got to get the chicken and some cokes. They're going to give some white girl in Alabama a good time. At, I'm talking about at the college. Well, I, think, I would hope. <laughs> Here you go, honey. Here's some books. <laughs> okay. I don't know. College prices going up. Shit. And anyway, so is some taxes. <laughs> I said, "Damn, cause y'all really gonna get me like that?" Mm-hmm. I said, "It ain't even." Ta- I said, "It ain't even tax season. You ain't even. It ain't even. Your W twos ain't even out yet, cause and you already just like Can't. we need that. Hmm. I gotta pay it. Yeah." You know, God, that's the cost of doing business, bro. Sheesh. But I, I, was, I just thought it was fucked up that y'all are taxing me just to call my. You're taxing me this tax just so I could call myself a business. That's What's the exactly. definition of a tax. I don't know. So we'll get the definition of tax. Here's the definition of tax: a compulsory contribution to state revenue levied by the government on workers' income and business profits, or added to the cost of some goods, services, and transactions. A compulsory contribution. That means you gotta kick in. <laughs> exactly. Without them doing nothing, you gotta pay. No. Like we we if we gonna get this six pack, you gotta put it the money, you gotta put five in on it. Yeah, if you gotta basically. put a five in on the sack, bro. Damn. Damn. Ain't that some shit. Um, what else happened to me? Do you get roasted on your phone choice? Do I get roasted on my phone Niggas choice? Niggas going in. Wait, 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 wait. Explain what you mean. I have an Android phone. I got a, okay. I got a Samsung phone. I got an Android all right, phone. All right. Niggas with iPhones was going in on me this weekend, dog. Like, because I don't have an iPhone. And I'm like, nigga, so, what the fuck are you talking about? So, did you get into a group message with somebody with an no, iPhone? This was in real life. Was this at the barbershop? Yes. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? What they say? It's just like, I don't, have a re- I don't have a real phone. Damn. I don't, What'd you say back to that? I said, fuck you. See, you got to be quicker. Say, say, tell me I don't have a real phone. You don't phone. have a real phone. I dude. got real bitches in it. Oh, what? Let me check your mom. Oh, is that your mom's name? Damn. So quick. So fast. Do it again. You ain't got no real phone. Shit, it really works, though. <laughs> that is good. All right. 
But you gotta be quick man, on the draw, man. They was going in on me having. What an made their iPhone real, realer than your phone? I don't know. That's a, that's the problem. They, they they somebody said they could shake their phone and the light come on, and that's what make it better than mine. My and nigga, I was like, you, what? First of all, wait, are you impressed? Not really. Okay. <laughs> I can tell like, your facial expression was like uh. because because somebody used that as a trump card. Like, yeah, you can't even shake your phone and your light come on. I, I was like, wait a minute, what? So this is the issue. My my girlfriend's son is getting a new phone, right? He's not getting the newest phone. He's getting like the one year or two years ago brand new phone. Right. It basically does all the same shit as the newest phone. Right. Android is five years ahead of any Apple phone out there. I said there. that. All Apple updates are basically Android shit from years ago. I said that too. I don't understand what these dumbass niggas who can't fucking figure out how to work a phone is saying, hey, your phone's stupid because when I text you, it turned green. Like, nigga, that's all y'all got? If y'all didn't need motherfucking Android, then why can you now FaceTime Android users? Suck my dick, Steve Job. Niggas was just like, you have, that's a kid's phone. iPhone a is kid's a, phone? an adult phone. And I was just like, what are you? It, Bitch, you got rounded can... icons with large <laughs> bubbles. You can't even do shit with your phone. Nigga, y'all happy about widgets. <laughs> Nigga, that was 2005 with an Android, bitch. Fuck out of here. Man, they were going in on my phone with your Maybe dog. 2007. And man. I was just like, what are y'all t-? I said, my shit is innovative and everything. What, you, what your camera look like? Better I said, what, than yours, I said bitch. what are you? Your shit be grainy. I was like, I don't even take, I'm not a photographer. See, 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 again, this is what dumbass niggas don't understand the technology that they're bragging about. They are, again, talking about your camera being grainy because it's going from an Android system to an iPhone. When you take a picture and you send it to an iPhone person, yeah. you're sending it through a multi-message, uh, a MMS, a text message. When you send an iPhone to an iPhone, you send in an iMessage. Mm-hmm. That is a, a, an actual server on Apple's side where the picture is the same quality as it is on the phone. Right. When you send it through a, a text message, it's getting compressed. It's downgraded. So it's not going to be the quality. But we do have the same shit on Android, the chat messages. Yeah, niggas was asking me how many cameras was on my phone and everything. I was like, nigga, I got three just like you got. This is what you talking about? Why are you about? trying to explain to these diggers? Because I, I needed a haircut. <laughs> oh, so is Jess? Oh, Justin is team. He Oh, he the main one. Man, I'm going in there. I'm going to get my he beard shaved up. I'm roasting everybody the in there. main one. He bitch, I had 4K in. on this bitch before you did. He will go in on your on you and your Android. Oh, I can't wait to meet this nigga. Shit, that nigga. Nigga with that dumbass <laughs> iPhone watch, nigga. What the fuck you going to do with this square face? Man, I was like, man, get Tim. You got Tim Cook on, on speed. Well, I got my, my earbuds. Bitch, you lose them shits. What you going to do? They just now put an app in there where you can find your fucking earbuds. But they were telling me I can't even find my app. Oh, you can't even find your. We got an app. We can find our phones. You, you I just was like, say, hey, we'll get my phone I and say, tell you that. I said, you're being tracked, my nigga. That's when I went into woke, brother. I was like, see, that's what the white man wants you to do. You are a slave to this white man. Tim Cook, he got the chains around you, and you don't even know it, brother. I wish motherfuckers would realize that iPhones ain't really that damn special. Like, they do shit nice because it integrates all the technology that you don't normally see Mm -hmm. into the UI. But all that shit is done, and it's possible on Android. You just Mm -hmm. have to do step by step. But y'all niggas is just lazy, but whatever. Nah, people feel like you way more respected if you got a fucking iPhone. I was just like, oh, it connects to everything. And I was just like, yes. Oh, you mean through Bluetooth or Wi-Fi? (laughs) Like all the different radios that I have in my phone? Fuck out of here. I needed you. I just want to go. I just want to (laughs) go. Just walk in the door. Who got an iPhone here? (laughs) So I can chop your shit. Oh, what kind of phone is that, nigga? 
Drop that shit on the ground. Let's see the back of it get cracked. No, they told me theirs don't get cracked. Oh, it don't they told now. me when you drop it, it just, and can you drop your phone in water? Because I can. I was like, wait a minute. Wouldn't y'all have a problem with dropping y'all shit in water at one point in Bitch, time? Bitch, at too? one point in time, you couldn't hold your phone the right way. Fucking antenna was on the side and it's like blocking the call. Fuck out of here, man. They were killing me, bro. I'm about to get that Pixel 6, though. That, that shit come out next month. Oh, really? And it's supposed to be the Google phone. So it's supposed to be mm. the iPhone of Android phones. You uh, you fuck with that Google Fi shit? That uh, not Google Fi. What is it? Uh, what is it called? You talking about the Google cell phone network? Yeah. I mean, I think it is Fi. It's it's straight. Huh. It, it basically is like T-Mobile or uh, Cricket. Oh. Uh, it uses the competitors' cell phone towers. Yeah. To piggyback off. I didn't know that. But it's a cheaper version. I mean. Oh. And it's cheaper because it's going straight through Google and it's uh what's it called? Oh man. It's it's just it's not bad. It's a good service. Oh. Uh, I seen a whole full commercial on that shit yeah. on YouTube and I was like, that does sound pretty interesting. And it's cheaper than AT and T and all these yeah, other horizons like, and all like that. Google Fi don't sound too bad. They, but they lean heavily on Wi Fi calling. Yeah. But it's not it's not a bad If it's thing. anything like the stadium though. I mean, I, I'm a Google guy. Man, I got Android shit all over this house. People gonna talk bad about you and <laughs> tell you em. you ain't shit. Talk yeah, bad that's what... about me. I don't give a shit. Nigga, suck my whole dick from the back and let me shit on your face. I don't give a fuck. And I'm gonna tell Siri to clean it up because she ain't shit either. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Shogun. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I got killed for my, by my phone choice, bro. Nigga, you ain't paying my fucking bill. You think I give a fuck what you think? I don't be caring either. Nah, you you care a little bit because you bringing it up. <laughs> I just wanted to know if you ever got if people ever got got nah got but I, you but I'm you a so, nerd nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like niggas ain't gonna get no passes with me. Right. Oh, you talking about my phone? Okay, <laughs> tell you about this shit. That How you many got. gigabytes you got on your shit? Can you upgrade it? No, you ain't got no expandable memory. <laughs> they was talking bad about my updates and everything. What your update be like? I was like, nigga, I don't know. I just hit okay. I just update my shit. Yeah, the newest update did this, this, and this for iPhone. Oh, it do because you got to get a new phone because the last phone getting shut down even more because it got an update on it. Oh, we can't use the shit no more. I guess I got to get a new iPhone. That's a thousand dollars another year. Fuck out of (laughs) here. This shit kind of aggravating now, man. I see where you. I needed you, bro. Yeah, it was on me, man. I just said, look, man. I just got a phone. I just needed to work for my particular needs. Uh, Now. Full disclosure, I do have an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I have an iPhone as my yeah, work phone. And it got phone. to you too. No, I got an iPhone as my work phone and right. my, my personal phone is Android. Right. I like my Android way better. The iPhone just does things and it looks cooler. It's like higher, it's higher quality because it's more unified. Like the issue with Android is there's so many different versions of Android mm-hmm. that there's no one experience that you get with all of them. Right. And every update, they try to unify everything, but each carrier or each uh, company, Provider. yeah, they come up with their own. Well, like Samsung, they have their own overlay on Android mm-hmm. to make it their version. Mm-hmm. And OnePlus One has their own version, and mm-hmm. then Google has their own new Sense version. Mm-hmm. So with, with Android 12, it's supposed to finally unify the whole experience more to, you know, together. Right. So this will probably be the next Android version, the next phone that you get, Will probably be the most high end Android experience you will will see. Period. Right. Will it beat Android? I mean, will it be Apple stuff? Probably not because the popularity of it. You know, this is a status symbol when you have an iPhone. See, I always go back to that Boondocks episode about nigga technology. 
when I think yeah, about iPhone. That's basically what it is. And I was like, if y'all ain't never heard seen Boondocks where what's name talk about nigga technology, that shit is and I was like, so it really don't matter what the fuck I get as long as it works and it does for what my particular needs are. I wish I could say there's something that I like better. I mean, it's just snappy. Like sometimes my Android shit slows down, but I've had this phone for five years. Mm. Like it's time for me to upgrade this shit. When is the last time you seen somebody with a five-year-old iPhone? That don't get talked about because they roast niggas with the old iPhone. I too. know these niggas. So I was like, "What do y'all want? <laughs> they want Tim Blood? Jobs. No, they want Tim Jobs or Tim Cook's dick in their mouth. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. I just like damn. I'm just on man. all the wrong sides. I, <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I support everything. It'll be okay. I know. I don't care. Fuck them. It'll be all right. Fuck it. Fuck them all. Um, that was my Siri week. still can't understand half of the shit you say. So. Siri can't even take you to the hood, man. Your iPhone, your Apple Maps won't even take you to the hood, bro. Nigga, I, in Birmingham, using Apple Maps to navigate, that shit would <laughs> you would end up in West End trying to go to Pleasant Grove. There you like, go. This shit would have you all fucked up. But you know, anyway. but my shit is it, so par. Yeah, Google Google killing them with the uh, the maps and all that shit. But yeah. nigga, actually, take- sorry, they just did an update. They they are bragging about new shit that's been in my phone for forever. Like now, when you take a picture with the iPhone, you can go in there and tap on certain items, and it'll do a Google search for you or a search yeah. for it. Yeah, that shit's been, been in my phone forever. Yeah, like y'all niggas getting shit I've had for five years today. Today, fuck out here. What a loss. That was my week. That's that's all that happened. <laughs> that's with me. how random this podcast is. You ask me a random question, I go on a fucking rant about it. It's all good. <laughs> I just needed you there. All right. It was, it was going in on my black ass. I missed some shit last week. Uh, let me let me go through my list real quick. Uh, Making a list and checking it twice. ESPN fired a host. ESPN they fired a host. Uh, the the white lady. Oh, she was talking shit about NBA, the black chick. Yeah. Do you care? Oh, I mean, not really. I don't either. I mean, cool. It was gonna happen, regardless. Rachel Nichols. Rachel Nichols. Yeah, they're redoing the whole NBA show and everything like that. So it is what it is, man. Shannon, was it Shannon? No, it wasn't Shannon Sharp. Who was that? Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith fired the white dude. He didn't fire him. Um, Max Kellerman actually got a new. He got his own show and he mm. does early morning shows now. Oh, okay. So he didn't want. He was saying that he asked Max to leave the show because he wanted. He wants the first take to change and evolve. Hell, I was just on Twitter today. Talking to some motherfuckers, like first take sucks now. Damn, like he needs somebody to play off of. Like he ain't got nobody to bounce he, shit off. He of. has a bunch of rotating guests now, mm-hmm. and it ain't working. <laughs> they trying to figure shit out, and it's just like, well, he feels like he can debate everybody, but the 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 nuance of the show is having a person that's con- consistent and is going to challenge him, right? And Max, has, Max was that person, right? He had people. Cha- he has people challenging him, right. but it, a lot of it is very. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's mm. all over the place. Mm. It just ain't as good as it used to be. So yeah, mm. you fucked up, Stephen A. Smith. But t- Stephen A. Smith makes ten million dollars a year. What does that got to do with it? I'm, they they the gave show him, sucks. <laughs> they gave him. They're giving him a lot of shit. They give him so much control over different stuff now. Yeah, but your show sucks. I'd rather listen to the barbershop talk about sports than this nigga. Right. Well, they've been number one for a while, so I guess they just thought he just he just took it upon himself to change it up, change the format, and maybe he'll still be number one, but Mm. that show is not good. Mm. So speaking of not good, Karen Silva, everybody was talking about her last week. I 
actually that was part of something that I wanted to talk about. How far are you going? How far are you going? How long are you going to stick behind your friends? Like Karen Silver was was scamming people. Mm-hmm. And she's got particular friends like Charlemagne the God and mm-hmm. Joe Budden. And they just like, whoa. They lowering up for They her. just like, hey, she's my friend. I've never done business with her. Whatever she does, it's cool. Y'all niggas Ain't that stupid. a red flag? Like everybody around her say she's a scammer. And then those two are like, yeah, I don't know what they talking about. Like, that's a red flag in my mind. Well, I know Joe went on the, the the defensive by saying, well, this is the business and this is industry practice. Is and that cool? No, it's not. I don't <laughs> think it is. But Joe, for some strange reason, feels like, hey, it happened to me, so you got to go through it too. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's ask like, Rory and Maul about that. Exactly. <laughs> like, just because it's industry practice doesn't mean it should continue to go on. You know what I'm saying? This dude. Well, fuck Joe Biden. This, this Wait, Joe Button, both of them. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. All the Joes, you know. And then Sloppy Joe too. I watched the uh, Jason Lee interview on the Breakfast Club, and Charlemagne was basically kind of taking the same stance. And then he said something on Brilliant Idiots, which was like, "Yo, yeah, I see both sides, but Karen's my girl. I've 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 known Karen for so long. Yeah, I know her personally. I never done right. This is they always every every single one say the same thing. I've never done business with uh, Karen, but, but hey, a reason guess for what? You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I see both sides. I just want hit. And Charlemagne's new thing is I just want to give out healing energy. I'm it like was, my nigga. She was scamming people, and I know that's your friend. That's why I was gonna ask you. Like, how long do you ride with your friend, even when you know your friend is doing wrong? I mean, I'm a ride or die dude. If you need to beat somebody up, I'm gonna be right there to you know help you out. But then I'm gonna ask you after that, like, what do you do? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if if Jonah Lucas was talking about me and you stole sixty thousand, I'm gonna be like, is that true? Right. I'm I want to know what happened. Like, explain your side of the story. If you can't explain your side of the story, then that means it's true, my nigga. You stealing money? Hey. You got to get all this heat, all these flames at these motherfuckers. You got a fucking Android phone. Sorry. You're going to have to take some of this shit. You better have a better comeback. You know what I mean? So I was, that's what I was going to ask you, man. Like, yeah. how long, how far do you go with your friends, especially when they're doing some shit like that? If and- you in the right, I'm with you. But if you scamming niggas, I can't, I can't back you on that. Like, that's wrong. That's going against the shit. Look, it's hustle everything, but not my fam. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. But they was, I mean, I don't expect them. I never, I don't, I don't, I didn't expect them to to talk bad about her. Mm-hmm. But on certain situations, you, you, like wrong is wrong. You can talk and around the situation without right. putting their whole business out there. Here's the thing: people are focusing on the sixty thousand dollars that that Jordan Lucas lost with her. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about. Her actually hiring hackers to take down this guy's website and his yeah. means to eat. Nobody's talking about how she wrote a fucking fake ass letter to to Jesse, this girl named Jesse Wu, who's on Wild and Out. Wrote her a letter, said Little Kim and Sierra wanted to work with her. Had the girl fly to fucking California to get paper served. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's kind of lit, though. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to see little kid. Oh, you? Who are you? Um, I'm Jesse Wu. Okay, hold on. Uh, just sign these papers right here. What papers? There you go. You've right, sir. You've been served. <laughs> that is amazing. Right. This motherfucker all happy, right. cheerful. I'm about to get lit. I'm about to blow up. She she um she said she was gonna because Jesse Wu was trying to be a singer. <laughs> 
greatest shit I've ever heard of. Right. Like, for real. But that case got thrown out. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, that's bullshit. She Why? tried to sue her. Like, she, Karen said was trying to sue her for like a million dollars. That girl for even what? got a million dollars. For what? What'd I don't, she do? I don't recall the the what it is. Oh, it was on man. the internet. But yeah, she had that girl fly to California on her own dime to oh, get she served. Did. She spent her own money to go? Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, she got a letter that she she thought she finna work with Sierra and fucking Lil uh, Kim, Nicki Minaj, somebody, one of them. And what does that song gonna sound like? <laughs> Bitch, who you? You just Nicki Minaj, not Lil Kim. Nicki Minaj okay. and and uh, they served her papers. That's amazing. I was like, you going some wow? That's epic. But she's done in its other situations. Um, I was actually on the um the clubhouse with her. Whack one hundred, whack one hundred was talking. All of that shit was going down. These motherfuckers done done some payola shit. It's just a lot of different things. Shady that, shit in yeah. the business. What is whack one hundred now? Like, who is he? I think he think he should. Nah, I ain't even gonna speak on that nigga, bro. Why? Like, they ain't gonna do nothing to you. Who the well, fuck is whack one hundred? The thing is, it's like. People like that, man, they make the game, they 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 really make the game bad. He's not helping the game at all as far as like that. You talking the about the music, rapper? Whack 100 is a manager. I know. He's used to manage the game or still does. I don't even know if he still got that relationship or not. He he manages Blueface um, currently. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. he's handling stuff with Takashi right now, too. Wow. But Wax... Uh, he just on a different type of time. What the fuck man. are they on Clubhouse talking about? Same thing. Karen Civil situation. Um, the sixty thousand. Karen Civil actually got on Clubhouse um, to talk about all of these. She, I'm like, y'all niggas is for on here. what? Hey, what do you gain for explaining your side of things hey. at this moment? Like, um, let them make the accusations. If you did that shit, hey, it's too late now. Jonah, you already rich. You know, it sucks that you got scammed, but apparently that's the music business and this is the practice. Mm-hmm. But you do need to let the new people who are coming up to know, like, hey, don't trust these type of people. But at the same time, it don't sound like Karen Civil she is so actually. connections, though. And then when you're an up and coming, that's the thing is, man, when you're an up and coming artist, and a lot of people don't understand this, too. Mm-hmm. When people, people sell, selling dreams, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And. One thing that I've noticed, and a lot of other people have said this, but it's true, and that's for me dealing with artists too. Mm-hmm. Managers are usually new and right. don't understand the game either. Right. And a lot of times your management puts you in situations that you don't need to be in. You feel me? So it's one of them type of things where it's just like people are just very unknowledgeable about what they're getting <clears throat> into, and people want to make it so bad that they're willing to – do any and everything to to get to to a certain status. But at this point, what can Karen Silva do for a musician? Oh, she can link him up with a lot of big time like, people. I don't see any success stories coming from her. All I hear is the negative shit. Like mm. maybe she has done something beneficial for people, but all I hear is the negative side of things. Right. But for people to be mad and complaining and being like, oh, she's a culture vulture or she's just a terrible person, all right. Most people in business are terrible people. Mm. They screw people over it for a living. That's right. what they do. Mm-hmm. You just learn not to fuck with people like that. Right. But I mean, I really don't give a fuck. I feel you. I mean, for me, man, it was an interesting conversation because it had a lot to do with up and coming artists yeah. and um, the just being tricked and understanding your management and the payola stuff. For people who don't know what payola is, payola is where. Uh, a, a, um, a record company can give a radio station money to play your record more 
mm-hmm. or play your single more than some other places. You know what I'm but saying? But we already knew that was going on. Like, yeah, you can't tell me niggas really like I'm too sexy by Drake. That shit is terrible. But they, they pumping that shit every fucking. They pumping that shit. They play it everywhere. <laughs> but whatever. So I watch Malignant. You did. Is it not hilarious? Boy, what the fuck was that movie? That shit was hilarious. <laughs> my nigga. All right. So my girlfriend and her son came over this past weekend, and we, we had a little movie night, and we watched this shit. My nigga, what the fuck was this movie? <laughs> First of all, let's talk about the abusive relationship that that nigga was in. <laughs> all that shit. Wow. That shit was supposed to be scary. That shit is hilarious. Did you laugh when you when the reveal happened? Mm-hmm. Told you it was like a whole thing in the thing. <laughs> like I was really? like, I was like, <laughs> like for real. Just it's like, how did she go back together? How did she get slammed <laughs> on the floor? <laughs> you know, some of this shit don't make sense. Don't make sense. I am fucking with it though. When that nigga went to the police station though, oh, that, nigga, was, that nigga with John Wick, it was like terminated. Nigga. When he threw that chair. <laughs> I was like, what did you, what, you won? <laughs> you won. I was like, yo. Y'all got to watch Malignant, man. What a, it is not scary. It is funny. Please watch that shit for a good laugh. What a way to wake up this thing. Like, watching it, I had my sound system kind of turned up a little bit. So when the, when the shit happened, it bumped a little bit. So I was like, ooh, shit. Nah, that reveal when that motherfucker was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? This shit look like ramen noodles. Yeah. Yeah. I told you. Yeah. I'm glad you watched it, bro. Yeah, that, that movie was crazy, man. Dude. It was like, I said, this is, if you've seen the trailer, the mm-hmm. trailer makes it seem like it's supposed to be like this from, uh, what is it, James Wan? Yeah, yeah. James Wan's malignant. And I was just like, oh, nigga, I can't <laughs> wait. I'm ready to be scared. I said, this is some bullshit. <laughs> it kind of was. It was. But you know, it was, it was interesting. It was a it was a decent movie. <laughs> She's like, ever since you we adopted you, <laughs> and, you and then don't tell the story that. Then this motherfucker pick up the phone. Hello, <laughs> no, no. What is his name? James? No, James. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Who is that? It's James. <laughs> the nigga hanging dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> she was. She was that shit was weird, man. Man, thank you. I'm so glad you watched it. So, oh my the God. biggest kerfuffle of last week was Nicki Minaj and her cousin in Trinidad. My balls are too big. Look, bruh. Did I cover it pretty good? Nah. Okay. Yeah, you did a good job. You did, you did a good job. I did what I could. Man. Yeah, I, I get it. And I, I like, again, shout out to Leroy. Y'all did a great job. It was a media shit store for nothing. Everybody has heard some wild stories of COVID right now. Why was it such a big deal when she brought out what she's heard? Like, nigga, if you look at the government-ran website, VAERS, you will see all types of... VAERS? You're going to make me smack the shit out of you, my nigga. I've been talking about this shit for a whole two years. I just said who? VAERS? V-A-E-R-S. That's all I asked, brother. You spoke so fast, my bad. I've been talking about COVID for fucking I know two that. Years. I just didn't hear. I didn't right, hear right. what you said. This is a government ran website. Vares. You said Vares. I'm Southern. V A E R S. Vares. This is the. Let me. 
VAIR stands for, let me let me go to the fucking the vaccine adverse event reporting system. That's what VAIRS stands for. Mm. Most of the time Gangsta. it is implemented Gangsta. like people who type in the information are doctors. So you're gonna get some pretty credible information. This is a federal ran website. Federal. So that means if you falsify any information on this website, that is a federal crime. Going to jail now. When you go through this website, you will see some of the wildest takes ever. Swollen testicles, testicles. is a legitimate gripe that people have had. That girl doesn't know what she's told. To back, Who the to, fuck can say that? Turk and Caicos came out and said, hey, we ain't, we ain't with that shit. Uh-uh. Who can say that? This shit ain't been tested, my nigga. But is FDA approved? <laughs> Kids tested. Mother approved. Nigga, fuck out of here. This, it's a lot of wild shit out there. Like, niggas die from taking this shit. You know? They don't talk about that shit. So how you know they gonna talk about <laughs> testicle swelling? They trying to get everybody vaccinated. You talk about this shit legitimately, Look, then that's man. gonna push a lot of motherfuckers away from this shit. All I know is she was labeled a Republican after that. How is that a <laughs> negative thing? I'm just saying. What is this Shai society had, where Shai motherfuckers? It was like, yeah, I know. And, and <laughs> it was stinky. Like Fox News, suck a dick. Like this ain't the time we need niggas like you to start standing up and talking. Like motherfucker, talk when Black Lives Look, Matter man. is out hey, trying to. Sean Hannity hikes and hunts. Okay, buddy. What so you need to you need to watch mean? yourself. All right. What, what do you think he's gonna come at me with a horse <laughs> and carriage? Oh, okay. Is he messing Mason Bethel? <laughs> we gonna ride tonight? All right. We gonna ride to the top. <laughs> <laughs> do you, how many people do you think actually understood what I just said? Like, is there is a subsection of the people who listen will get they that that was a hip hop joke yeah. about the rapper Mace, and he has a song called Horse and Carriage right. with Cameron. Yeah. So anyway, one of the greatest songs ever. It was, it's up there. It's awesome. Somebody had this top five hundred list. I ain't looking at no more lists ever <laughs> in my life. Like. How many? I'm done. Five hundred songs, my nigga. I'm, I'm done with this of all time. This is you know my fucking nerves. Anyway, so if you look at this government ran website, you'll read all kinds of wild takes on this shit. We don't know what's actually happening with this shit because it hasn't been fully tested. Like the testing of these vaccines takes years. But she was labeled an anti-vaxxer now. How? When she did say she was going to take the vaccine, she, she wants said, to go on tour and. She needs to be vaccinated to do that. And I don't know. It At was this just, point, does the shit even matter? Because niggas who got vaccinated still, still getting, the, getting shit. the shit. You know what I mean? So fuck out of here with all these shits. Anyway, next, <laughs> next situation. Can I just say this real quick? <laughs> well, I ain't going to never stop you from saying Please, some shit. Please, y'all. Let me keep on we, talking because I'm a, no. Can we, y'all, can we stop? Can no. we just chill with labeling people things no, that don't nigga. agree with you? Like, just stop it. No, it's nigga. Stupid. That's me labeling you. Oh. oh, okay. As a nigga? Thank you. With an A? <laughs> oh, you happy? With an A? Yeah. Okay, how about Haitian? Mm. 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 <laughs> you seeking asylum? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Come on over. Come on and roll with me. <laughs> Come on oh, over to shit. my place. That's what they sung to them Haitians, and then they beat them for coming over to their place. I'm, it's getting to it. It'll be in the rundown. Yeah. All right. Charlemagne got a TV show, and I feel like he's trying his best to be Dave Chappelle, and Charlemagne ain't Dave Chappelle. That spot should have been Michael Shea's spot. It would have been way 
Like Michael Shea's nope. show is much higher quality and better writing than anything the I've seen. Jokes land. Yeah, Charlemagne's show is not funny, and it's like okay, he's trying to be topical, but this shit is like four years ago. <laughs> like the the subjects he's bringing up, like okay, crackified, decrackification, crackification, which is denoxification. If you didn't know, oh, well, I understand that he did a whole monologue about this shit to make his joke land, and it still didn't. That shit is somewhere in the Bermuda Triangle. Mm. The jokes were bad, like terrible bad. Yes. Like it felt like Charlemagne's writers are the same writers who write on The Daily Show. They probably are. And The Daily Show is trash. I Trevor Noah that. is horrible. I haven't watched it. And in a he's long a time. great stand-up comedian, but mm-hmm. as The Daily Show host, terrible. This shit is so fucking left-leaning. This shit ain't even funny no Stephen more. Stephen Colbert is the executive producer. I don't give a fuck. Stephen Colbert was a parody when he was the Colbert Report. He was funny then. As his late night show, this shit is garbage. Mm. It's not real. You're not giving us real takes. You don't feel authentic. And Charlemagne is just another mouthpiece for the liberal left. And this shit is horrible. Like, I can't watch his show and be like, yo, Charlemagne making some points. Because anytime he makes something that was like, all right, that's interesting. He says five things that put that shit back into a can. It was mm. like, no, this shit is stupid. I don't like the show. And I thought I would give it a second chance by listening or watching the second episode. And I was like, maybe it'll be better. They got it in podcast form, too. Hell no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's easier to digest. Oh, no. no, I'll turn that shit the fuck off, nigga. I'll I'll listen to cereal on this shit, nigga. (laughs) That's how you turn it off? Yeah, with a knob, nigga. (laughs) I'll turn it. I went and bought an Android radio for this. Bye bye, nigga. No, no, no. I got an Android radio for this shit. (laughs) With a knob on it, man. Hey, this shit in your ass, but we'll go. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, the jokes don't land. See? Yeah. The jokes don't land. And it's it's horrible because you can see that they spent some money on this show. Mm-hmm. Like, his set looks amazing. For everybody who's listening, I've only watched clips because I... Oh, you watched it. I'm... <laughs> This is a good job. Chico Bean was on the first episode, and I was like, yay, Chico. But yeah, yeah give me that nigga a shot. Hey. It was funny because he told these Confederate backing people that the Confederacy lost. Mm. And they were just like, what? <laughs> it's like, how can y'all not realize that you're rooting for a loser, losing team? Some niggas don't see it that way. Some people see it as second Who place. Who else is rooting for a losing team? Everybody knows that second place is just first. Wait, no, you're the loser. Yeah. You're not second place. This is I win, you lose. That's it. Like, Chico was saying, like, yo, we're going to take all these Confederate memorabilia and send it to the third world country. Like, they do with the Super Bowl jerseys. Oh, the and people, the people who lose? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that shit was hilarious yeah. because the look and pain and anguish on these Confederate people were just like, what? So, I don't know. That was funny. But Charlemagne himself, nah, not a good show. So, you're not going to watch it no more? I'm going to give it one final chance. Because it's, ho- like, it's only... For shows like that, I feel like those have to be everyday shows. It's not topical. It's, it's only Fridays that this show come out. It's, I don't think that could be the problem, but the topics he's talking about, like he had, the, he did the FBI for the second episode. It felt like he was trying to do like the Dave Chappelle thing when he did the Black Klansman and he made a statement and made a point. But the Black Klansman was so, like, elegant the way that they put it together. It's like, yo, there are so many jokes layered on top of each other mm-hmm. that it just worked. When you keep just saying, cracker, cracker this, cracker that, cracker this, 
it loses its energy because it's not funny. Mm-hmm. Like, crack don't offend anybody. At least I don't think it do. Like, but he then he pull up the definition. So yeah, it was about the whip crackers. Yeah. I have, you know. I just thought you were going to say hit the whip sound. Oh. I mean, we had some. Thank you. Hurricane some, Chris. We had some crackers earlier this week, apparently. A lot of them. So, I don't know. It's it's interesting to watch, but I ain't going to be fucking I, with it. I just, I'm not a fan of a certain person on there. I don't want to set off No, I'll say it. Amanda Seals is a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm not a big Amanda Seals fan. So yeah, I'm not I'm either. Not, I'm not really fucking with that. Anybody who don't listen, I'm not a big fan of. Mm. Like, it, it's funny to see Charlemagne try to be a comedian because he's not. He got he got comedian friends like Andrew Schultz, but he needs Andrew on this because those Yo, why jokes. Wasn't it, why didn't they just do Brilliant Idiots, the TV show on Comedy Central? Charlemagne, man. This is his shot. Oh. Andrew's doing so much other stuff. Like, Andrew's the, one of the biggest comedians in America right now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-mm. But just think if he, that show, and he was on there. and It would be stuff. way better. Mm-hmm. But when Andrew did his monologue show on Netflix, ten times funnier. Mm-hmm. Because he was fair with the comedy. Well, he's a, he's a, he's a professional comedian. Right. But Charlemagne is sounding like some kind of Democrat mouthpiece and using all the talking points to push some kind of agenda. Mm-hmm. Like, it don't feel authentic. When you watch Andrew do his shit, it feels more authentic. Right. But anyway, that's pretty much all. Everybody got to have a dream. You know what's harder here for a pimp? Hey, when you're trying to make the money for the rent. I'm glad you said it's hard out here for a pimp. I got something that we need to do a dramatic reading. Okay, send me the... I will send it to uh, you. It's uh, going to be a text real quick. You know what's harder? Wait, hold on. I got to be... I got to do my Oscar-worthy version of it. You know it's hard out here for a pimp. Sing that shit deeper. You know it's hard out here for a pimp. She's pimp. And they're trying to get the money for the rent. Mm. For the Cadillac and gas money spent. Come on. It be a whole lot of bitches talking shit. Come on, man. You gotta feel that shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to fucking... Uh, Hustle and Flow. I love that movie, man. It's a great movie. I love Uh-oh. that movie, bro. Uh oh, is that link working for you? It ain't working for yes. me the first time. There you go. All hey, right, hold on, hold on. So, this is a text message between two friends. Wait, this is oh okay. There it is. What do you want me to read? I, I want you to be the guy in the blue. All right, all right. Like okay. I can't read that top part. Like they say, like, I'm sorry. Hold on. Yo, 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 yo. It's why? cut the fuck off. Damn, why did they cut that shit off? Well, he said, okay, I'm, I'm going to set the premise. This is how it starts. My friend went to a party with his girl. and he's, he's been talking to this girl for a while, and apparently she just, too, she just took two dudes upstairs, and they running a train on her, <laughs> and he's losing it. Now, this is the toxic change from the friend and another friend. Behind dog, behind dog. But what what are you asking me right now? I need you to come up here. They just can't do this. You know I'm I'm in quarantine. I can't go anywhere. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell you need me? What the hell do you need me to come up there for? A ride? You for real? Two niggas just came and they talked up my girl. And I came I came to the party with. 
and she took them both upstairs. I'm more than positive that they popping her down. I need you to come here so we can handle them both of and her. Fuck you mean and her. I just went to the room. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just went to the room. They all went in. They beating her shit down, bro. And she probably, <laughs> she probably not even thinking about me. Why would you? Why would you go up there, dog? I've I've never seen this side of you. You want to hold her, hold her hand while they're busting her shit in, bro? Just leave the party and go talk to somebody else. Come up here before I add a party out. You don't own a gun, nigga. Bro, what did what did you mean when you said we we gotta handle her? <laughs> bro, what did you mean when you said we gotta we gotta handle her too? I'm crying. Women shouldn't be allowed to do that. It's it's a done deal, bro. Just lead a party. I can't. Why? I'm a ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nigga. She used you for a ride to lead the damn party? I'm just going to storm the room. Film it. I need both hands free. They naked and they guard is down. How big are they? Big as shit. Which is why I wanted you here. Your hands are still registered. Man, I don't box anymore. Sneak out of quarantine. I need you here. If I get caught, <laughs> if I get caught, I'm in here for another two weeks, bro. Fuck you. I don't <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you gotta prove, but nobody even knew y'all were even talking. Man, this is an L. No one, no one will know about it but you. You about to make a make it public. You are going to be known as the man who got jumped by two naked niggas, dog. Lead a party, man. My blood is on your hands. What? Bro, are you alive? Fuck you. Sorry, man. So, what? what's up? Are you at home? Yeah. Oh, oh, bet. All right. You didn't drive her home, did you? My car is still at the party. Why? Nigga, I can't fucking see straight. They knocked my ass around. I had to take the bus. So what happened? Did y'all step outside for, for a fair fight or what? Nah. They jumped you outside? Nah. Don't fucking tell me they beat your ass naked, cuz. I ran up in there with no fear in my heart, though. So did they keep fucking after they took you out? That was that was so out of line. I'm sorry. I just don't know where to take this conversation. Are you dead ass? That's the end of it. Bruh. <laughs> all right <laughs> listen that was horrible reading i know but i know but the gist of the story is if you go to a party and your girl go upstairs with two other dudes that's not your girl don't go in there and try to save her you're not lancelot my nigga she went in there voluntarily they didn't kidnap her they didn't chain her up or nothing she walked in the room with them they piping her down with her Acceptance. Heavy. Heavy. And then if your dumb ass run the fuck up in there to try to save her, first of all, what you gonna do? Get off of my girl. She ain't your girl right now, nigga. She for the streets. We beaten in the sheets. You know, some niggas really think they Superman. No. No. <laughs> they be trying no. to save everybody. Save her from what? She ain't in danger. She handling two niggas. I think she all right. 
You couldn't take them two niggas. They that fucked nigga your was, ass up. That nigga was all the way hurt, cuz. I understand that. That nigga your, was all the way That's your hurt. pride, my nigga. You ain't doing this to save her. You doing this to save you. You should have saved I your mean, ass the trouble and took your ass home. I mean, this nigga, Tinder got plenty more swipes on that bitch. But not like hers. Why? <laughs> This shit probably gaping right now, Not nigga. Not like her. I mean, you know, I mean, that could hey, be her first time. It might have been. Why are you trying to ruin her shit? You trying to save her. Save her from what? A good time? <laughs> you cop blocking now, nigga? Those niggas can't treat her like he can. No, they treating her better, nigga. <laughs> I'll hold her hair and I got her arm. You know what I'm saying? They, they got I'll it. hold the ankles. They got her in the chicken wing right now. <laughs> she nigga. got in the cross face. She, oh they God. doing the wishbone, nigga. The crippler cross no. face. <laughs> Not the perfect place. <laughs> Not the perfect you know what I'm saying? place. Like, who is this nigga to try to interrupt the fun of he everybody? Love her. <laughs> <laughs> he you just started hey, talking. I mean, you can do that. You can. You love can her. do that, but how she love her, dog? You love her, cuz. <laughs> and what? What that mean? You know what it means. No, right? I, I'm asking. You trying to save her from the streets? From nigga, she went there. I mean, but he, you know, who is this? Gabby Sillaby? <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the white girl name? I don't know. Okay, never mind. It's so many. That's a good. That's a, that's a good thing that I. I it's that, so many. I didn't need that joke to land. It's a little too soon, anyway. Um, he just trying to save him from the streets, bro. Nah, bro. Like at, at this point, and he love her. At this point in time, if the chick that you talking to voluntarily walks into a room with two other dudes, and I you can mean, hear them piping her down, I mean, she don't give a fuck about you. He give a fuck about her, and I understand that. A session is a real thing. They make this movie like every other year. I think it's a perfume, maybe. But nigga, don't run your dumb ass in that room. Okay, and you gonna join? Hey, I got next. What you gonna put a quarter down, my nigga? This ain't the arcade. The only people that playing games is your dumb ass. He trying to save her from the streets, bro. And to be honest, when can with you, you save somebody from the streets? <laughs> I mean, never. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's some instances, I'm sure. I don't know him. You know what I'm. You know. You know what my answer got, is about this. I got this? no cape. You know what my answer is about <laughs> this. Is you trying to save niggas from the street? They made sidewalks for niggas like you because they can't handle the streets, nigga. <laughs> I love that shit. What's wrong with this nigga loving, man? He loves. Ain't him. nothing wrong with him loving. You just loving the wrong motherfucker. You can't love this motherfucker. Well, you can, but like clearly she wanted something new. Call her your homeboy. <laughs> That's the pro. That's the. What, pro, what was your question? <laughs> How far will you go with for your friends? <laughs> that nigga said your hands still registered, dog. That nigga sick. He in quarantine. You trying to get him at? I need you, dog. Nah, you, I need you. You need a therapist. I need you. You need to let it go. She, you had a party, nigga. That's some other ladies here. There's some niggas out here need to listen to Project Pat real bad. Project Pat. Like y'all niggas, y'all niggas heard about Drake's album, but that wasn't the real Project Pat. That was like a toned down version of Project. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to go listen to Get It Green. Nah, they need to listen to Kingpin Slim. <laughs> Kingpin Skinny Pimp. Yeah, it's Kingpin Skinny Pimp. I need to listen to both. Yeah. Damn. That nigga said, your hands still really help me fight these niggas that's <laughs> running train on my girl. What do you think girl. he said, though? When he kicked it, though. Get your damn hands off of her. <laughs> would you stop? Get your damn like, hands off of her. Like, stroke, would you be like, hey, nigga, close the door? I probably would nut. Just for the shock value. Oh, I'm finished. You can have it. Like, oh. Damn. Shit. Damn, y'all ain't even using condoms? Oh, you nasty. 
<laughs> she prefers it that way. Shit. <laughs> she prefers it that way. And this ain't her first time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sheesh. She prefers it that way. What if they really are treating her better than you could ever do? Like they they catering to her, talking to her, listening. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. my nigga, you you fucked up. Like you trying to go I in here as a superhero to stop her from having a good time. I mean, what you mean? He love a dog. That don't trump all the shit that she want to do. I mean, there was a song. Don't is it? Oh, don't women want somebody to love them? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were about to slap the shit. No, no, no. I no, thought no. you were going to bring it bring from the ground and slap the shit. No, no, no. I, the, the <laughs> you pro- was like, nigga, I done told you once. <laughs> the problem is she got some bodies to love her. She got two. Them niggas don't love her. They loving her. They, Maybe that's all she need right now. Some piping. Some grade A piping. She getting, that, she getting the whole renovation uh, right a, now. That's a, that's, a whole, that's a whole plum up in that bitch. That's, that's the Mario, Mario Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> They making a movie, nigga. That's level two, nigga. They done find the lost levels and everything. Negative world. That's that boss stage. I mean, I just thought it was funny. It is hilarious. It's fucked up for him. That nigga said, what if I called you like that? Would you help me? I'm going to tell your ass to go talk to somebody else. Like, ain't so good, man. What happened? But I love her, dog. You do? I love man, her. Man, it's time for you to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> but I love her, man. Yeah, you going to flip over like some, passion, some pancakes, nigga? But I nigga. love her, man. Uh, don't nah. save her. She don't want to be saved. Don't save her. She don't. See? I want to be saved. Y'all better listen to Project Pay E40 right. and motherfucking Kingpin. Try to tell y'all, nigga. <laughs> don't save her. Don't save her. But what if she really wanted to do this? Like, she knew you was there at the party, so she made a decision. See, oh, gosh. I, like, I've done this, and it's terrible. I was Some a, people I was like a, this, I was though. the niggas in the room. I wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Some <laughs> ladies like that. Like, that's a fantasy. It's legit. I mean, I made it my girl, though, after that. That's what's up. Nah. What? What was it wrong was with it? Right. She was still doing it? No, nah, she wasn't, but, oh, okay. you know, I shouldn't have did that. I was wrong. Oh, you had a heart? Hmm? You had a heart, nigga? Nah, nigga. You the Iron Man? Not really. <laughs> you was on the it's, yellow beard road, nigga, got a heart after this shit? Nigga? You know, it's crazy when you in the bathroom talking on the phone and then this nigga's girl come in and suck your dick. She came in and was like... The best Damn. sex is with the niggas you ain't supposed to be fucking. We've talked about this. Fuck out of here. We ain't supposed to be doing this, but ooh, it feels so good. Nah, she wanted to be with me really hard, though. Oh, she did. <laughs> she was in the bathroom sucking your dick. Spent the night and everything. Told that nigga to go home. That shit was Oh, that's crazy. hilarious. She was like, no, you can go Bro, home. Bro, you got a whole series she, of fucking somebody else's she said, shit. She said, her friend got really drunk. And she's like, I'm just going to stay here with her. You could just go on home. I, you know. Oh, okay. That's and we all friend. slept in the bed together. With her drunk ass friend? Hell yeah. Damn. We fucked. The drunk ass friend? No, like she was just to the side. Oh. Wait. Wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> Does that count? Is that a threesome? Nah. <laughs> okay. Nah, it doesn't. Like she was there. She just wasn't there. Yeah. Mm. It's funny too. Jacket that, over that, that, motherfucker, <laughs> like, that motherfucker was like, what y'all doing? It was like, nothing. Ooh, none. Mm. Hey. He was cheating on this girl anyway, man. See, what goes around comes around. <laughs> Sometimes the come get back on you. <laughs> you just got to watch your face. 
That nigga wanted to fight me too. White face robbed. <laughs> Tanner can't suck no dick. That nigga wanted to fight me hard. <laughs> For what? I spit. Cause For I took, what? Because I took his girl. You he ain't came, take his girl. He, you... came, he came to my place with his homeboy. You rented her girl. <laughs> That was for a night. That nigga came. He had three of his home. It was him and three of his homeboys. Mm, okay. And it was me and my homeboy. And I was just like, fuck, I'm about to fight these niggas. Oh, was your homeboy called Roscoe? Uh-uh. P. Cole Chain? <laughs> <laughs> that Dirty 38 nigga from that revolver? No, nah, I had a bat. That was oh, all. Nah, that I mean, was that'll it. work. Shit. But you going to get your ass cracked over that a nigga chick said, that don't man, like you? That nigga said, man, that's fucked up, man. I was like, bro, you still fucking this white girl that you had been fucking for the longest. Damn, how you know his business? She knew it. She told me when we was, after we fucked. See? She was like, you know so-and-so fucking this white girl, and I just really want to be with you anyway. And Damn. I was just like, oh, shit. Don't hate the game. So, and I was like, hey, nigga, you fucking this white Man, how you know about that? I was like, she told me. She knew. <laughs> you ain't moving good enough, man. That's on you, bro. That ain't my fault. I ain't even know who you are. She told me all this shit. I wasn't listening. You know I'm gonna write a book one. You know how you know how she's Kirika be talking. She be saying all kinds of shit. I'm mm, listening when she be listening. saying. Yeah, fuck that. But I've been in that situation before. Where I was a nigga in the room. That nigga was outside in my living room getting drunk, and I was back there getting Hyping my dick sucked. But well, <laughs> I, I at least had the respect to make to that nigga left before I fucked her. So, I, well, I'm not glorifying that. Sorry. Why? Y'all man. were two consenting adults. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. If you don't have sense enough to leave in a situation like that and yeah. you still trying to fight some motherfuckers who got enough energy to pipe your chick down and whoop your ass, nigga, you ain't thorough enough. You got a point. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Why fuck the shit out of your chick? In here. Streets. I Get on the, them sidewalks. I was, the street, I was the streets that night. Get on the sidewalk. What else do you have, man? <laughs> I, got too, I got too much shit. Uh, let me Eventually, see. we have to get into the rundown. Right, we can go ahead and get into the rundown then. Fuck it. <laughs> Welcome back, Shogun. Hey, man. I, it's been a while. It looks like you've been wanting to get back on It's here been too. a while. All right, y'all. We got an email coming from Leroy Ketchum of the Nerd Plate. Uh, he's Got an email called Nigga Feedback, and it is a voice email, apparently. Let's go with it. What's up, government name? Uh, this is your boy Leroy Ketchum from the Nerd Play Podcast uh, that you can catch every Wednesday. Um, but anyway, I came, I'm, I'm sending y'all this because uh, Shogun had said, had complained about y'all not getting a lot of feedback. And trust me, when I tell you, I sympathize and I know my, your struggles, my niggas. But I want you to hold your head high because you are pharaohs that wear kings and you are wrapped in gold and you deserve all the roses and praise that you uh, that you need to get. Um, but nah, for real, I ain't gonna hold y'all. Uh, always been a fan of the show. Uh, have loved it since I knew about it. Um, I know y'all did some shit beforehand, but that don't need that that shit don't even matter because this is the shit that's that's going on. Uh, it's funny as hell. It's informative as hell. And it's also ratchet as hell sometimes. Um, I love the takes that y'all got. Um, I want y'all to keep doing what y'all doing. Even when the shit be feeling like you don't want to do it, you got to keep doing that shit. Because uh, real niggas don't stop. And um, Shogun, keep up with the conspiracies and uh, keep up with the with the alternative takes. Because nine times out of ten, I agree with them shits. Because uh, uh, keep being you. Uh, don't love these hoes. Um, 
Don't settle for these hoes either. Uh, get you one that's gonna that's gonna live up to your expectations. You know what I'm saying? You a buff ass nigga and you do dope ass shit. So get you uh, a woman that do dope ass shit and want to be with your ass. Um, but yeah, man, I support y'all. I look forward to the show every Tuesday. Um, keep doing it. Don't ever stop. Um, also, uh, for all your your listeners, um, if you like video games and shit, listen to the Nerd Play every Wednesday. <laughs> um, just the Nerd Play. All right. Um, I ain't gonna hold y'all. This this bitch is holding up traffic, and um, <laughs> she's a bitch. Fuck the queens and uh, fuck the uh, queen shit. This bitch is in traffic, and I'm really trying not to hit her because I want to go home. Um, nigga, <laughs> this nigga struggling to drive. Hey, um, salam, peace. <laughs> the nigga says salam. Appreciate that, cuz. Yeah, Appreciate dope. that, man. Thank you. Yeah. I, I wish more people would tell us to keep going or go fuck ourselves. Hey, uh, if you want to send us an email or a voice clip, you can always send us a message at government speak. That is G U B M I N T S P E A K. That is government speak at gmail.com. And if you want to send us a voice clip, you can always send it to us directly on Instagram. That's the government name pod. That's government name pod on Instagram. On Instagram. You ready? I'm ready. Jackson on the left. Shogun is on the right. COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. Was you been gone? So it's your turn. Oh, Shogun. Let y'all know what the rundown is. The rundown is with Shogun and Cole Jackson. Take news clips and bites. Chew them up. Spit them out and tell you what it's all about. This week. Cole Jackson gonna start us off. Ooh, uh, Jimmy, we got another candidate for Jimmy Brown Award. All right, Let's see if I can pull up shit and do scroll it down. A father attacks a pastor who allegedly touched his son inappropriately. Whoop that trick! Get him! Whoop that trick! Get him! <laughs> Listen to this shit. A father attacked a pastor in Oklahoma City. That after was a good a, story, man. I after, love that. After he, after he allegedly spotted the suspect touching his nine-year-old son inappropriately at a school bus stop. Oklahoma City Police arrested <laughs> Michael Coghill on Wednesday after he after he was recorded after he recorded wait after he was recorded touching a nine year old victim. Uh, when the victim's father reportedly confronted Coghill, a physical altercation ensued in which he left the pastor crack with a cracked skull, a black eye, and a bloody nose. That's what I'm talking about, Dad of the Year. Quote. There's hardly any words that uh, that are camera appropriate, said Lisa Ward, who <laughs> witnessed the incident. Mm. She said it's just sickening. Mm. The victim told his parents, the kid, that is, mm-hmm. uh, and the police that he would see Cargo jogging near his bus stop and the pastor stopped by his area on multiple occasions. On Monday, the boy told his told his parents Cargill touched him and made him feel uncomfortable, which Shit. led to his father, who waited at the bus stop on Wednesday. Hey. Quote, he knew the time he would be there every day. Uh, that is from the sheriff. And he also said, he went on to say, there was a that was the hardest part and most disgusting part. So apparently the pastor had he knew the yeah, routine. He was a predator. Right. The boy's father waited in the car as cargo paused. His jog to approach the nine year old. The father recorded Cargill. Are you going to do this shit again? Yeah. The father recorded Cargill placing his hands on his son's side before moving to his butt. After recording the act, the father tackled Cargill and left him with a fractured skull and cracked orbital socket. 
the victim's dad also gave his recording to the police. So he recorded everything what, what the man was doing, and he gave it to the police. The local residents confirmed that Coghill was a local pastor. The police did not confirm if the boy's father attacked Coghill due to the Open Records Act. I don't know what that means, but mm-hmm. okay. Uh, Lake Homer Church of Christ, uh, where the pastor, where uh, Coghill served as a pastor, issued a statement on the incident and said they have no tolerance for these ac- 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 accusations. accusations against Coghill. Quote, his, his, uh, if this, I think this is from the church. Here's what the statement said. Uh, we are heartbroken to learn of the incident involving one of our adult ministers and our hearts go out to the child and family involved. We were shocked at the news that he had been, he had, a, but he had a clean background check and we have received no reports or claims against him during his tenure here at the church. Uh, leadership has no tolerance for any type of abuse and is meeting tonight to discuss the next step. Nice. We will cooperate with the authorities as needed. Nice. Cockhill is currently being held on uh, held in Oklahoma County Detention Center on a court of lewd on account of lewd acts against a child. Shogun, how do you first of all let me applaud this dad for recording and going over there and whooping his this piece of shit's ass for trying to touch his son bruh now it didn't say it didn't say anything in this story but i think that it might be a situation where they might try to arrest the father because of how he did it about him whooping his ass at the bus stop and all this other shit so it's still one of them things where they they still might get the dad first of all what did he do wrong what did the father do wrong? so apparently we come on. Every time we have one of these stories, what do they always say? Go through the proper channels. Call the police. Do all these other things. He's touching my child right now. He's actively I have a, I have a molesting my son. Like first of all, I don't know if I should say kudos to the father for recording his son being molested, but I understand what he was doing. He he knew I'm gonna fuck this motherfucker up, so I need to get the evidence to justify my actions. Right. I don't know if I have it in me to watch my child get molested by a dude and I'm got I got to hold the camera like first of all I'm stumping this motherfucker the fuck out which that's what he did and he should kudos I love it that's why do I was it like, again put him on the Jimmy Brown award bro but the, the fact of the matter is he still could get in trouble for the way he did it it's kind of fucked up to what me what the fuck was the, who was there at the bus stop watching these kids that's a good question how is my child getting molested and y'all trying to arrest me? Fuck out of here. <laughs> that nigga lost his headphones. <laughs> that nigga shaking the table. I'm just saying, like, yo, if you don't get the fuck out of here, I did nothing wrong. I'm being a father. Mm-hmm. Fuck with a mother cub. Like, fuck with a cub from a bear. See what happened when the mom come around. Right. Fuck with a, a, a cub of a tiger when the mom comes around, the father comes around. Mm-hmm. You're not getting away with your life. At least he's still alive. I did a good job. Yeah, I'd be in jail for murder. <laughs> Bruh, you touching my son. And I see you putting your hands on his ass? I I own a gun. I would have shot this nigga. Mm. As soon as I seen the motherfucker cup my child's ass, mm-hmm. I'm my. loading my shit. I'm walking out. Bam. <sighs> I got a car. I'm going to hawk your ass down. It's premeditated. I don't give a fuck. I sit behind the wall. You're not touching my kid like this. These are white people, by the way. I don't give a fuck. No, it's no, no, justified no. in my book. I know, but, you know, you got to I wonder if he's Catholic. Sometimes. 
Nah. The Good. Church of Christ. Yeah. The Church of Christ yeah, with no Christ in it. How do you feel about people telling people like this to take the proper channels? Like Suck my dick from the back so I can shit on your face <laughs> while you doing it. I don't give a shit. No. I did what I needed to do. It's justified in my book. I'm going I'm to hold my head up high in that courthouse and be like, Yana, hey, you see what happened? Yeah, it's, I got it on video. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's nobody watching now. What you want me to do, report? So this motherfucker can get away? He learned a lesson right there. That's cause and reaction, my nigga. I just feel like people who, who look at this type of situation and say, hey, you need to go through the pro- Call the cops, buddy. Like, you can't take justice. Like, sometimes you have to take justice into your own hands. Let this happen to your son. But see, people don't ever look at it that way. They never put themselves in other people's shoes like that, dog. I wish I, I was the cop that the... day. I would have, hey, man, go home. You know what I mean? I would have brought that nick. I would have stopped at the Burger King and let him get something to eat like they did that church shooting. But look at, look at it this way, too. That kid could have possibly said something to somebody else and looked at that cock heels stature of being a pastor mm-hmm. and be like, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you so know now you're victim blaming? I mean, people do it, though. Mm, okay. You get what I'm saying? So I, I, I apply stuff like this. I Maybe I shouldn't have because it's very vigilante, but I really feel like shit. Sometimes. Nigga, fuck that. I, look, I still support the Alaskan Avenger. You right on, I mean? brother. <laughs> right on. Hey, I, I Googled him the other day. I just want to see what was going on with his case. Right. He, you know, he's still behind the walls, but he'll be all right. I just feel like when it comes to stuff like this and Jimmy Brown and the, and the uh, young woman at Subway who thwarted a fucking robbery right. and people still look at it as like go through the proper channels, like sometimes the proper channels don't work. Right. And pieces of shit like this, he even though he went to jail and there's fucking evidence, he still might get off. How do we not know that this is the first child? We don't. Exactly. We don't. He learned a lesson. I cracked your fucking shit. Touch another kid, I will end your shit. Mm-hmm. This is the same argument that a lot of people. Well, this is the same concern that a lot of people have when they talk about trans people being in the bathroom. Like, hey, I don't care about the trans situation, but no grown adult man needs to be in the bathroom with a child. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I understand that you're trying to do your thing. Hey, wait till the kid get out, okay. or you know, let let there be an adult in there. Like, it's inappropriate for any adult to be touching somebody else's child right like if i can't spank your child without you getting upset then i can't fondle them either right so fuck out of here yeah Nah, i, I kudos to the dad i'm, I'm happy to put him on the jimmy brown nominee nominee award you're gonna run out of nominees this year so many not with jimmy not with jimmy brown not with jimmy brown jimmy brown got plenty he can give out so uh you was talking about the jimmy mcmillan award and that that's the jimmy mcmillan Jim, who is it's not Jimmy McMillan. That's the man that the rent's too damn high. The rent's too <laughs> damn high. I miss you. Rest in peace, Jimmy McMillan. Wait, he ain't dead. Yeah, that nigga is. He died when the Jimmy yeah, McMillan died. Jimmy McMillan dead. Man, don't make me Google this. He ain't died. Jimmy McMillan dead, bro. Jimmy McMillan dead. I don't know when, but he did die. No, man. Jimmy McMillan ain't dead. Come on, bro. Born. Cool. He's 74 years old. They ain't got no oh. dead date. Oh, my you can't bad. kill Jimmy McMillan, nigga. <laughs> Rent's too goddamn high. 
And he a kung fu master. I love this nigga. We still need to get him on the show. Yeah, for real. That before we he died, <laughs> we been wanting to get Jimmy McMillan on should, the show. He should have been the first guest. That nigga's the rent too damn high. And he I agree. Running, he was running for president. That shit then kept going. You know, skyrocketed. But that's why niggas got to have a hustle. And one of the things of this show is hustle Everybody everything. I don't know if you understand that, but that is a goddamn lifestyle. But the worst part about a hustle is getting caught. <laughs> so in South Jersey, there's a pretty famous YouTuber that's made a lot of money now being accused by the federal authorities of heading a massive digital piracy scheme. Let's get right out to Hank. Sure, you know, and Karen, you might have thought that all of the money that you can see behind me came from YouTube superstardom. Federal authorities say it might be something different as you take a look back there at all the different cars, Corvettes, Lamborghinis, even the Hellcat from whom our friend gets his name. The man known online as Omi and a Hellcat has a lifestyle envied by 800,000 YouTube subscribers. Now he's got problems you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy, guys. The man federal government better knows as Bill Omar Carrasquillo is facing a slew of charges from conspiracy to commit copyright infringement to tax evasion and fraud. Omi says he and two partners exploited a gray area in the law and now he says he's the only one getting slammed for it. I found a loophole. I ran through it and I did great. You know there's other colleagues of mine that are in the same business that I was in. They never got in trouble with the FBI. They're right now you know they're getting sued by DirecTV and the FBI never had any interest in them. And, you know, that's my question to them. Like, how can my colleagues get to run off of two, three hundred million? And I was the only one targeted out of it. Maybe it's because, you know, we were probably driving down to 95 and um, they looked over, you know, they make 70 grand a year. Who the hell is this fat guy driving a Lambo? Motivation notwithstanding, the feds are coming with a 69-page complaint. This is Carrasquillo's uh, sold stolen cable signals, including premium channel access to the tune of millions of dollars. Largest uh, that you can see right out here in the yard that Omi has always been too happy to flaunt on his YouTube channel. Uh, and there they all are, the cars, the massive house, which Zillow puts at more than $600,000. Guys, Carrasquillo live streamed his arrest on Tuesday morning uh, and was back out of jail in time to speak with our Chris O'Connell out here yesterday afternoon. Um, he's got something, again, like 800,000 subscribers, but O'Connell's full interview with Carrasquillo went online onto YouTube. 200,000 hits in just a matter of hours, guys, and climbing. So, again, it's the stardom that this guy's got. He's got the followers, got the hits, and he's got you know, the lifestyle to show for it. Now he's got charges as well. Oh, Guys. we're going to follow that court case for sure. Thank you. <laughs> he may Hank. be right. It's interesting. You sort of think about how, like, the mafia, they always told you to, like, keep it, like, don't buy flashy stuff, That's don't draw right. attention, like, keep, you know, under the radar. Yeah. And then the people that were flashy were the ones that got caught. Well, I want to hear more about that loophole that he drove through. I wonder which <laughs> car he used to drive through it. Hey, shout out to this nigga. He had a Super. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> I was looking at that Super like, I kind of want that. So he used a loophole oh to gosh. sell cable subscription. Well, access to it don't even matter. How do you feel about this dude getting caught? A famous YouTuber. You know, you know what I'm going to say. All right. Hashtag hustle everything. And you got damn right. Hashtag hustle you everything, bro. Right. I can't even be. I mean, he took it to the fullest thing he could until he, he got caught. No, no. 
He kept the hustle going. He got caught and turned it into content. Turned nigga, into content. hustle everything. Hustle everything. That's, everything. The, that's the American spirit right there. That's what we don't and talk some, about. That's some, the problem. We don't talk about that part of the American spirit. You know spirit, what else brother? we don't talk about? We don't talk about his two colleagues that snitching on him. How the FBI get involved in what I, Everybody what I, else getting sued what I tell by you, What I tell y'all about snitching last week? If a nigga pointed you and tell, he don't respect you. Damn, that n- Them niggas pointed at him and tell. Tell, tell, tell. You know what's funny, man? Not that. Them niggas was probably sitting there like, yeah, dog, this is the shit and all this other shit. And be like, then them niggas here. They <sighs> building cases on your ass. <sighs> man. They he got gonna, me. He ain't going to find out, is <laughs> right. he? Right. He ain't going to find out. Hey. Yo, I seen this this video on Instagram where this dude got caught with some like narcotics or some drugs or some mm-hmm. shit, and the judge are reading off the sentence, and he said, "Hold up, I'm the only one who got charged with drugs." <laughs> and then his partner was right next to her. His partner was looking stone faced straight. Didn't even look at him. Didn't even flinch. He, he was like, "Yo, hold up, hi, I'm the only one who got ca- charged." You know how? With yeah, you my know boy snitching on me. Said him, bitch ass him. Nigga. He don't even respect you. Bruh, snitch. So sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. You think he gonna? What you think gonna happen to him? To him? Yeah. Oh, he, he, he done, ain't it? He kind of done. <laughs> <laughs> he like episode of Martin, nigga. It's over. Man, I can't. That estate, that estate sale gonna be for the oh, car. Nigga, somebody gonna get that super. Yeah, that super gonna be like two hundred dollars. You know what? <laughs> Fuck that super. Let me get that Hellcat. I get that Hellcat. That'd be about. You know about what? About a G? Nah, fuck that. that I, can't, I can't afford the maintenance on that bitch. <laughs> you keep all that shit, nigga. About a stack? You know what? A oh, stack on that bitch? Shit. I mean, that is, honestly, mm-hmm. that is the American spirit, though. That is yeah. that is what we thrive. That's what, what we you think that's bootleggers what we, was. That's what we hustle for. Right. To be able to make it to that. He had a $600,000 home, all the cars he ever wanted. Yeah. YouTuber, fame, YouTube fame. Like, not only that, like the bootleggers was doing it because you told us that we can't sell alcohol, so prohibition exists. Motherfucker was like, "All right, niggas still want to drink. I can provide that. I can get it for you. That's supply and demand. That is the capitalistic society that we live in. Nigga, that nigga was capitalizing on all of it, on everything, capitalizing and supersizing, nigga. <laughs> yeah, he gone. He oh, he gonna lose a weight in jail yeah. though. He gonna he gonna convert the <laughs> Allah when he get that. Down. That's gonna be his next uh, YouTube page. He gonna be <laughs> fitness. <laughs> no, nah, he gonna be on uh, what is it? Ninety? What not ninety day fiance? Jail? What he is might it? be on ninety day fiance. <laughs> What's the jail? <laughs> That's it. Ninety day fiance, nigga. I'm in here for ninety days. <laughs> I'm a boyfriend now. Damn. Yeah, that's what he gonna say. <laughs> See. And his homeboy, that's fucked up, bro. Yeah, it's two colleagues. It be the niggas you that's ride the, with. That's how you know he trying to get them set up. My two colleagues. He ain't even going to say who they are. Right. He know. Right. I know who you are. You know who I know that you know hey, who I am. Shit you can do, though. You gone, bro. Oh, nah. It's some shit I can do. I still got money. What you going to do for this Hellcat? Mm. It's some young boys that want that Hellcat, nigga. Shit, he got to get... Well, if he in jail, he can get hold to him, for real. Accidents happen all the time, nigga. I might run a red light in his Hellcat. That nigga don't look gangster like that, though, dog. Shit, you think Bill Gates ain't gangster? Oh, well, you got me there. (laughs) Him right there. Exactly. I wonder how that space thing is going for him, too. Space thing. Ain't he trying to go to space, too? Mm. Oh. He trying to go to an island. All the rich motherfuckers is trying (laughs) to go to space. Preferably Epstein's island. No, some more information just came out about it. He did an interview, and they was like, hey, how did, how come you were hanging out with Epstein? 
And he was like, yo, no I was trying comment. to. No, this dumbass was saying, yo, I was trying to get some 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 money. You know, the richest man in the world needed to hang out with Jeffrey Epstein for money. Oh, oh come on. He's a philanthropist. I needed Epstein. You mean pedophile? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? They both start with P, right? Uh, close enough. <laughs> Go to the YouTube. They both start with P. It's the same thing. I'm glad Jimmy McMillan ain't dead. I am too. Jeez. I felt bad, but I thought he was. You're trying to put that nigga in the ground. I'm I ain't trying nah. to put him in the ground, man. You know. They had a samurai funeral for him if he dies. Because <laughs> he's he's one of the greats. He is. A front yard fight caught on camera as two teens go at it, and they weren't the only ones throwing punches. The boy's parents who was involved also in this fight that left an elderly woman beaten and bruised. The local Damn, they beat up grandma? With the disturbing details of what set off this ambush, Janine. It was an ambush? One family is accusing one boy of threatening sexual assault. The other family is accusing the other boy of bullying. Part of that confrontation, as you saw, was caught on camera, and it is disturbing. An all-out after-school brawl in Doral on Monday. The mom of the boy being pummeled says she's in shock. I just don't understand how somebody can be so vicious. She says the parents of the boy throwing the punches, Michael and Natalie LeBoy, were also the aggressors. At one point, you see Natalie LeBoy pinning the victim's 76-year-old great-grandmother to the ground. You could have killed her. She shows us the cuts on her arm and says her whole body hurts. She attacks me first. But Natalie LeBoy claims these are bite and scratch marks from the great grandma and tells us their son, just 12, is the one who's been bullied. My kid has been being bullied by this kid for months and months already. They say this is his busted lip from an alleged altercation last week. He admits to us he fought back. He hit me and ran. And I wasn't able to catch him. And out of anger, yesterday I chose to get out the car and hit him. The eighth grader and his parents now face aggravated battery charges. I would definitely take back the decision if I could, but because I know what I did was wrong. And now I'm facing charges for what I did. And in that video, you could hear his mom say, punch him. She appears to egg on the fight. She does admit that she did say that. She says she was in the heat of the moment. All of this happening outside of Rolando Espinosa, K through eight, right here in Doral. Even though it did not happen on school property, Miami-Dade County Public Schools did weigh in, saying that the video is upsetting, and they urge parents to be good role models. We're in Doral. I'm Janine. They want parents to be good role models, but y'all touching kids and letting kids do all this dumb shit. Suck it. I'm realizing I'm going to be a horrible parent. <laughs> Everybody ain't going to have my, my, my morals and my principles. Right. I see that right now. First of all, what I noticed in this story was that they was in the car. Yeah, they rolled up. So the they dude, pulled, they, they pulled up. That dude got bullied and beat up. So the whole family moving as a family unit seen the ops pulled up on that motherfucker parked that bitch and they all handled that shit right what else can you ask for that is unity not the granny not the granny you see what they did to the, the granny gr- bit the lady come on man did stop you, how, how, how now look now look i'm looking now look i'm looking that lady 
she did not deserve that. She I don't didn't. give a da- she didn't we didn't see her do that. The whole time we <laughs> wait, watched wait, that wait, video, wait. Oh, hold on, hold on, no, she no, was no. tussling on the ground. How you gonna get a granny a pass, but not anybody else? What you mean? That's the great she the great grandma, bro. So she should have known better. No, respect don't do your that. elders, don't right? Do that. What you don't talking you, about? Don't you do that? She got up in there, she biting motherfuckers, bitch. You got to take your teeth out to use them as a weapon. <laughs> Stupid ass. China, you 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 think you know, got that much experience in not this the bitch? Gra- not the granny, bro. Not the granny. There's, there's some lines that we need to motherfucking come on, bro. Not the granny, dog. Granny should have known she wasn't she, ready for did this. Did you fight. see that later? Tussle that granny to the ground yeah, and I seen ride the her down and all this other stuff. Hey, I'm just saying. You ought to be ashamed of yourself, bro. I should if be ashamed If somebody did your granny like that, dog, you'd be mad. First of all, my granny called it. She carried that thing with her. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to put her on I the ground. Like, hey, my grandma would have put your ass I down. got that fire on me. She, she, she told me several times, I'm too old to fight. Mm-mm. My grandma would have Mm-mm. Not the granny, bro. Honestly, I'm Fuck kinda- that. They was bullying that kid. The whole family unit moved like Voltron and swarmed upon them like some killer bees. They was the Wu-Tang, nigga. <laughs> I, I'm tired of adults getting in these kids' fights, bro. The adults didn't get in the fight. The kid was handling his business. He been getting bullied his whole fucking school year. That nigga looked like that. dad he, said, there you go right there. That nigga Skirt. looked like he got a job and smoked cigarettes. He probably do now. <laughs> he got a job of kicking these niggas' asses. See, the last parent, last week when we had a parent get on the bus, they got their ass whooped yeah, by the shit, kid. That was fucked up. <laughs> Shouldn't own a place. Adults <laughs> 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 should stay in an adult's place. You see how these adults didn't touch none of them kids, right? They well, yeah, you got a adults. point. You got a point. You got kid a point. handle what he did. Hey, you shouldn't have but been bullied. But not the granny, dog. If you ain't no good Some bully. shit is off limits. The granny, off limits, bro. I'm sorry. The granny off limits, dog. Like, that, that, that's, there's a line somewhere. You have to, you, a man got to have a code. A man do, but a grandma don't. Grandmas be talking <laughs> out of line. They be talking that slick shit. Somebody got to check grandma sometimes. A man got to have a code. A man does, and he did. He was he ain't touched none of them kids. He was just watching his son whoop that but ass. But the wife was whooping the granny ass. Hey, that's another story. But I'm just saying, as a man, I'm proud of my son whooping that bully's ass. He's standing up for himself. I don't believe he was. At least he didn't shoot up the school. This is the best way to handle that situation. Yo, Look at him. I'm, I'm glass half full trying. ass. <laughs> I'm trying, nigga. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh, uh, you you are going to be a great politician. This could this is this is not a school shooting. It's just a fight. And in the look, yard. they they handled this shit off school grounds, so the school couldn't even say shit. But like, hey, your adults got to be better role models. These are the best <laughs> adults ever. You see an opportunity, you take that shit. <laughs> not the granny though. Hey, everybody, anybody can get these hands, nigga. I just want parents to kind of chill out for real. Yeah. I, I need parents to kind of fall back a little bit. Let, let kids that. handle, let them handle that shit. Like, I don't feel like that's cool that you drive your kid over there. Let that kid walk over there. And, come on. Mm. If he bullying you, then well, we you don't really know how it started, though. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Listen like, to your punk ass now. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't really know how it well, started. I just know the elements of it. One guy was getting bullied by another dude. The elements was Granny getting rolled on the damn. <laughs> Look, Granny the just needed to know to stay in her place. You know what I'm saying? She should have stayed inside and watched the stories. As the world turns, <laughs> so does these ass whoopings, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> Look, man. Parents, know your place, man. Get out of get out of get out of kids' shit, man. And no, kids handle shit. be a good parent and stay in your kids' business. No, this not. this is an active father. I respect it. Nah, bro. What? Let that kid handle his shit. He did. He you, was beating the bully up. So he gonna when when it comes to being an adult or a young adult. When it comes to college, you, your father going to roll up then? No, his father didn't roll up. His He just happened to be picking his son up from school, spending more time with his <laughs> son, so, being an active parent man. in his kid's life. He was asking about his day. He's like, I'm doing all right. But that nigga right there was the bully. The dad said, all right, handle that shit. So, Pulled over. Got, kid got out. Whooped that ass. Got back in the car. Everybody happy. Governor Shogun. All right, let's go. For Alabama. Hey, I'll do it. Whoop them kids' asses. <laughs> fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. That nah, ain't. I can't do that. Nah, I mean we we support them kids, but fuck them sometimes. I just Wait, feel like nah, that sounds like a Catholic preacher. <laughs> like nah, <laughs> clearly it's the Church of Christ. Hey, mm. shout out. Sorry, Church nah. of Christ people. We don't mean to upset you. I mean that was your pastor. <laughs> you was the pastor, Clifton Pate, in that moment. No way. <laughs> you know what I mean. Can I have an honest moment here? Go ahead. Pastors be getting the most ass out of it. Anybody in church? You didn't know that. I mean, yeah, my dad's a deacon. So he's the second one to get the most ass. Yeah, he, he get that. he vetted. He, he get the he get the pastors left over. <laughs> now you know who, <laughs> you know who really be cheating the most in the church. Who that? The church wife or the pastor's really? wife? Man, mm. yeah, mm. that yeah. ain't be moist, don't it? <laughs> I don't know from experience. But I've heard stories. Damn. See, that's why I be talking stuff about like not going to church. It's a lot of corruption in church. Church is like Nigga, a, church, church is, is full of people who are flawed. <laughs> it's gonna be this shit no matter where you go. It's what, like what, local you think government. these four walls gonna make it any different? Just it's because we got to. a dead nigga on the wall and we pray to this motherfucker, that ain't gonna stop my urges. We fucking in the bathroom. I'm fucking in the deacon pool pit, nigga. Whatever it's called. <laughs> Not the deacon pool pit. I don't know what it's called. You can tell I'm a heathen. The deacon pool pit, no. <laughs> Y'all be quiet. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. How many of y'all done had sex on church grounds? Oh, I don't do that shit. I don't do it either, but I'm sure some people that listen to this my, that done did it. My dad's a deacon, so I be scared. Would you, you scared of your dad or you scared of Jesus? Jesus. Oh, okay. I be scared that my dad already fucked. <laughs> <laughs> my turn now. <laughs> oh, I had her last week. That's what my dad used to do. My dad <laughs> hell, bruh. Hey, Brother Jackson, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Do you care about this ex-Birmingham Chick-fil-A worker who stole thousands of dollars from customers to fund his lavish lifestyle? Of course not. The motherfucker know. did what he had to do. Hashtag hustle everything. He was using a credit card information. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. But I they, mean, was, they was doing like fake catering orders. I got to stop doing that because if the shit happened to me, I'm going to be mad. I'll be mad too, but... I kind of be like, all right, I did give you my information. <laughs> he was just like, Christian company, right? <laughs> you supposed to give to the poor. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. <laughs> Isn't that what Jay-Z said? Give it, give it, I can't give. Give it starts at home. I can't give if, I, if I'm one of the poor. So. so how about this? An FBI, this is from the FBI. Mm. A Michigan man placed bombs at cell phone stores because he was mad about porn and other immoral content. 
And you know I got to take up for my porn. All know? right. A Michigan man was accused of leaving threatening notes at a telecom tower site and placing bombs outside a cell phone store Pretty because bastard. he was upset about immoral content. Mm. According to the FBI, according to the court filing, mm. Joe Allen, I'm sorry, John Allen of Whitmore admitted to leaving letters and leaving and making bombs after the authorities <laughs> tracked him down and linked him to one of the crimes last week. The letters were found, and I'm, I'm just going to keep going. The letters were found in a polka dot envelope inside a plastic bag outside several telecom communications towers on the upper peninsula on August the 25th and the 26th. This is an old story. The letters demanded that the tele, this is quote, telecommunications com- containing immoral content must be stopped, including porn. And cursing. The letters also demanded a $5 million payment within 180 days, according to the court filing. They were signed by the Coalition for Moral Telecom- Telecommunication, the CMT. Is that the Country Music Channel? I thought it was. <laughs> An alleged group that claimed to reach. 27 states, according to the photo and the letter provided by the FBI. On September the 15th, a man later identified as Allen was allegedly seen on a camera placing boxes outside of a Verizon store and an AT&T store. The boxes, which were found the next morning by employees at each store, contained bite bombs and also had nails and BBs inside, according to the FBI. Handcuffs were also inside the box. Who the fuck? How are you going to use handcuffs in a blown up box? Anyway. Stupid idea. The boxes had CMT written on them. Handcuffed Johnny Country written on one television. box. And HJ was written on the other. I mean, is that a hand job? The boxes also was the last warning as mm. the next time would be during business hours. Using surveillance videos, the man who placed the boxes in, and the footage from the uh, other cameras, authorities were able to track down Allen according to the court filings. The van captured on the camera had a dealership emblem on it to help lead the investigators to his home. Authorities performed a surveillance on him after several days of interviewing his wife. According to the authorities, Allen's wife said that the polka dot envelopes matched the ones found in the telecommunications towers. Okay, there's more to this story, but that's all we really need. How do you feel about this man who's so strong in his convictions that he feels that all this improper and immoral content needs to be stopped and I have to do it? I need to be the change like Gandhi said, so I'm going to place these pipe bombs outside these telecommunication towers and stores and blow this shit up. He's an idiot. Yeah, because it ain't going to stop shit. It ain't going to stop nothing. <laughs> oh, my phone ain't working? Let me switch it over to Wi-Fi. You yeah. know why? Because I got an Android, I bitch. I got an Android, bitch. <laughs> mm. It ain't going to do nothing. Nigga is out here. You got to teach your kids morals. Like, all That's, this filth is going to be in the world. You got to teach them how to wade through the water, nigga. Isn't that a, isn't that a Christian song? It is. You got to teach them how to go through all this shit and not be bothered by none of this bullshit. Yeah, do a better job at, at parenting and stop blaming everybody else for your fucking problems. Yeah, and look at some porn because that shit's good sometimes. There you go. I might I, be over-sexualized. I don't know. I just feel like taking shit to this kind of extreme, like, what happened to you? Something really fucked up happened to this dude mm-hmm. for him to be able to be trying to blow shit the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He I don't saw know. his wife on Pornhub. Nah, he was that nigga that did sit that text. Oh, that was him. Yeah, his yep. woman was for the streets that night. Damn. Is that really a bad thing? What? That your... 
Well, yeah, never mind. Your wife? <laughs> I mean, if it's your wife, then she yeah. can't be for the streets. Like, you got to leave the streets alone. Right. But if, if you dating somebody and she's like, you know. Hey, whatever you want to do, that's yeah. fine. Whatever you want. But I, I, really, man, like. That's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> now I got a new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to gotta chill, man. People are too intense some days <clears throat> of the week. There's a lot of niggas living in tents. You know, and this sounds like real incel type behavior out here. These yeah, days. I like the fact that you brought that up last week. These incel niggas is pussies. Yeah. And it's For like, the most part. you're voluntarily not getting no ass. That's your fault. Mm-hmm. You can't be upset when you choose to do this. Because mm-hmm. everybody fucking, even the preacher fucking, why you ain't getting no ass? Because you ain't trying. They owe me. They don't owe those you whores, shit, bitch. Those whores owe me pussy. No, you got to pay teasing, for- You're teasing me, you, whore. You got to pay the whores. They don't love you. They love the cash. Right. You, pay, you paying them to leave. Are you paying them to come over? No, no. You pay hookers to leave. I'm fucking you. I pay you to leave. No, I don't think she would come involuntary. It's she wouldn't a, just come over. It's the same. Hey, bitch, come over. Nah, you got to pay me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know it's a saying. I'm just saying. I don't know. But that's a, that does sound like a lot of incel type behavior, it's, bro. It's, it is. You got any other ones? No, I got nothing else. Let's talk about this fucking bullshit. I'm getting there. Malignant? Nah. What if? When Titans? are we going to actually finally be honest? I think it's time. I like it. It's time to say that Joe Biden's a bad president. It ain't been a year. Look yet. at how much shit is going haywire up on his watch. Somehow they put it on Trump, though. I think it's time to say that he's a bad president. Like, not as him being a bad leader, but a bad president. Mm. President who's the person who can manage all of these situations and dealings. Everything he's dealing with is just going sideways. Mm. Like, hey, man, what happened to that confidence and that assurance that the Obama administration had? Where is it with Joe Biden? It left with with Obama. <laughs> it looked like it. <laughs> Obama's like, I'm over in these islands, nigga. I'm like, speaking for like $100,000. Like, what is going right for this dude? Like, give me a success story. What is going positive for Joe? We have a ton we had a ton of people get vaccinated. Okay, because you made a mandate and kind of forced them. Like, hey, if you don't Damn. want your job anymore, you should probably go get vaccinated. Didn't dumbass. think about that part. Shit. Uh, we got a black vice president, black woman back vice president, and that's supposed to make me happy. Side note, real okay, quick. Go ahead. Um, I don't know if you know what happened on the View when these two women supposedly supposedly got positive, fake positive tests. I'm just gonna put it wait, out wait, here. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I know she was supposed to be on the View. I was gonna watch that episode, but I got busy. I didn't give a fuck. What happened? Um. So two of the. So she was supposed to join the View. Mm-hmm. They were going to have a conversation, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the show stops, mm-hmm. and two of the women all of a sudden were positive tests for COVID. Which two? I can't. Joy I don't, Behart, I don't, no, Whoopi she, Goldberg. No, is that not the wrong them. show. Not no, they were on there, but <laughs> okay. it wasn't them. It was some other ones. I don't follow the show, so I don't know I their names. You. And then we come back around, and we had to cancel the. We had to cancel the the 
no interview because they're positive and we can't have our vice president. Mm, that's why she and, did a video call. And then we come back around to, to, well, to Monday. Well, over the weekend, we find out that the positive tests were fake positive tests. So they just didn't want to do the show. I think that in my mind, I've been hanging around your ass for so long. I feel like she didn't want to answer them questions about them Haitians. And I felt like this. Why not just cancel your appearance? Why announce that, hey, the vice president's coming to the view? And then nobody give a fuck. Then they cancel it because some fake, because they test positive all of a sudden. She didn't want to talk about that Haitian situation. That's my POV. She was on the news talking about the Haitian situation. Well, actually, no. She was talking about the white people on the horses I during the Haitian situation. I don't think she wanted to answer them them questions them, that them, those women had. Hey, guess her. what, motherfucker? You're the vice fucking president. You don't get to say I don't want to answer these goddamn questions. You are the fucking vice president. I just found that real fishy. It was just weird. <laughs> we gotta stop giving these motherfucking passes. Like, when did... Okay, here we go. Let me, let me take a step back, assess the situation, and look at it fully. We ain't never gave like a, a good plate <laughs> yeah. put together. Yeah, there you go. Situation. <laughs> American people ain't never liked the motherfucking presidents. Like we've never been cool with the government. Like I don't understand Clinton? why. Hold on, we gonna get there. I don't understand why motherfuckers got this shit twisted to make it feel like yo, these motherfuckers is my friends. These are my buddies. Like I'm riding with them no matter what they do. These are my pals. Fuck these people. We didn't give a fuck about the president's situation until Obama got there. Mm. Black people didn't give a fuck about none of these folks. Either side, Republican, Democrat, whatever. Fuck all of them. We don't give a fuck about them. Mm, I can't agree with that. Come on with it. Republicans have always, if it was a Republican president that was in the office, they've Mm. always rolled with them niggas. Regardless. They roll together, bro. What What you mean? Explain you're that. saying that republic you're saying even though they were part of the same party you you think that people who are republicans didn't give a fuck about the president if the president was republican okay i understand where you coming from with that and i will say yes you're right but what i'm saying is america as a whole never really fuck with the government we've always had a culture of pushing back against the status mm. quo of big government right i don't know what happened in the last 10 to 15 years but now we sucking the the <laughs> presidential dick like Fuck them. They're still the government. Mm. It's always been fuck the government. Why are we like, yo, I'm fucking with the government now? These niggas ain't never did shit that's for the people. I think that some of the names got bigger than what the what the situation, the America's problems are. Does that make sense? Like, niggas didn't really know about no Nancy Pelosi like they do now or um mm-hmm. um um what's the dude's name? Um like our presidents, our people who are in Senate. Mitch McConnell? Yeah, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're glamorized now. You get what I'm saying? And I think that comes from, one, the media that feeds us our news on a regular oh, basis. yes. And two, it comes from people waving their respective Democratic or Republican flag so hard. But that shit don't fucking matter. Both Two parties people- are fucking you in the ass, nigga. <sighs> Not you, but I know, America, no. theoretically. I know, but the thing about it is, Shogun, like, people do care about that now. You care it's, about the stance and what they stand for, right. but you ain't doing that shit. But you got to understand, some of these um, people who are in Senate and Congress and all that are kind of speaking to, they're doing things to to be reelected. They're speaking to a piece of America that people 
like they've never had before. Mm-hmm. Like you got to think, and this all goes all the way back to like really Obama speaking to people about certain situations and how things work. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but it's come a time where people who are in Congress, who are in politics in general, understand that the move to be able to get people on their side is to speak to what's going on as far as like what. What I don't want to say trauma, but distraughting and all this other like bad shit. Like mm-hmm. I get it. I you know what I'm saying. Like if I'm a po- oh, you mean if I'm if empathetic. I'm yeah if I'm a if a politician if I speak to what's wrong with you mm-hmm. and say hey I'm from that same thing mm-hmm. I've been down like this before too. We have something in common. Trump spoke to a lot of people who really felt like America needs to go back to the old ways. He spoke to a whole generation of people who got them. He got them up and going and voting. And to be honest with you, I gotta disagree with that's you. That's the move. I gotta disagree. With you don't you. think he did? He did, but no. Let me explain. Okay. He said those things, and that's how a lot of people interpreted what he was saying. But what he was trying, what I heard, and what if you listen to it, he was trying to rile up the American spirit. And that American spirit is the American exceptionalism. Now, that's different depending on what culture you come from. Mm-hmm. When, when you black, the American history is going to be shaky. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because right. you ain't had a good time here. You know what I mean? But this place is still better than any other place out there. So when you say, I want to make America great again, it's weird to a lot of people of you know our culture because... What year are you talking about being great? Because it's been a little weird for us. Mm-hmm. But the American spirit was like, we're going back to the time when America was dominating in industry. And we was trying to innovate. When we had like things that we were made here in America. That's the thing that I feel like he was trying to say. Right. Now, did he use and abuse a lot of his followers? Fuck yes. I mean, they were open... It was open season. But that's what all politicians do. Obama did the same shit. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I know. There was a lady who was like, Obama won the president. He going to give us a new home. We ain't going to pay for gas. We ain't got to pay for no phones. It's like, all oh, this bullshit, bitch. Ain't nobody said nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Stop with these dreams. But see, when you understand how government works, and we've said this on this podcast since the inception of this podcast, mm-hmm. being a president is being a figurehead. Mm-hmm. Them niggas don't do shit. Is Congress and Senate that make shit work. And it's based on your fucking policies, the policies that you're pushing. With this Haiti, Haitian crisis, there's a lot of information that is not being explained. Mm-hmm. Why are the Haitians coming here? I don't know, Shogun. <laughs> <laughs> Why is them niggas here? I just, that's the first question I had. And I was like, ain't the news ain't telling me. Why are these motherfuckers here? Where did they come from? Is 15,000 of them down there in the Rio de Janeiro? They don't know How that the that, fuck did they get across the river? They don't know nothing about that, that uh, caravan from Mexico? I look like they got on the caravan. <laughs> these niggas don't look dirty. <laughs> Motherfuckers look clean. Them niggas had New Jersey, uh, had New Jersey, uh, Brooklyn Net jerseys. Why nobody had suitcases? Them niggas had Kevin Durant jerseys on. Why everybody had a plastic bag? (laughs) Nobody had a fucking suitcase. (laughs) What the fuck you traveling with no suitcase, nigga? Who is this, Kanye West? We ain't going nowhere, but we got a lot of cases. I'm just saying, like, something ain't right with this situation when you look at it from, from, if you step back and look at the situation. I don't know if you know. But motherfuckers was hyped 
last week because there was some white people on horses and they was whipping at niggas. Mm-hmm. First question I'm going to ask, did you see any white people on horses whipping at niggas? Talking about on TV? Yeah. Yeah, it was on CNN. Yeah, did you see them hit niggas? Nah, I don't remember now. I got a case of the Mandela effect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you the truth, bro. I thought I did, but now I got to question it. It's Mandela effect. Oh, no. Don't tell me this is not real, because I thought I did see that shit. I mean, I, I look, me and my girlfriend, we was talking about it, and I was like, what's going on with this shit? I said, I need to see the video of them whipping motherfuckers. I thought I seen it, but maybe I didn't. I just they didn't whip them. This is the first video. I must pause it here so we can watch the video, and then we'll see if somebody actually is being physically whipped. Okay. If you come, no, I don't want that shit. I want actual whipping. A humanitarian. You will pause it. <laughs> we watched a three-minute-long video, and it was of the people at that border, and this was the one where the white guys were on the horses. With the reins and it was whipping. Did you see anybody get whipped? Like that one, that one dude at the end. Didn't he get whipped? No, he fell. Oh, he, just he stumbled. He, he just fell. Stumbled. Yeah. Okay. Now, did we see people whipping? Yes, we saw people doing whipping motions with the reins in their hands. Uh-huh. Nobody, I didn't see anybody physically get hit right. with these reins. Right, right, right. Now, I'm not making excuses. I just want to know what I'm being outraged about first. All right. I know I'm treading some thin water right now with America. Y'all niggas like, what is this nigga talking about? I'm just saying, motherfucker, show me the video of the nigga get hit with a goddamn rain. Okay. Show me that. Then I'll be right there with you protesting. All right. I keep saying there's a lot of information that's not being explained about the situation. So the Haitian people are seeking asylum. What that means is that you can travel from your country and come to America, and we will let you come in as asylum seekers. Mm -hmm. We will allow you to assimilate into our country for a limited time until you can get your citizenship. (laughs) Ain't nothing free, motherfucker. Like a a Burger King. Right. I guess (laughs) We just got these fish sandwiches for a limited time. Oh, yeah, it's limited time. Yeah, yeah. So, so... What these puppies? Like <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, my nigga. I'm just, I'm rolling with you. So, what, what, what people, what, what we fail to realize is that during the Trump administration, immigration was at an all-time low. Do you know that? Did you know that? Mm-hmm. The news talks about it a lot. They say, "Well, we didn't have this." Well, Fox News talks about it. Like Fox News is like, "Oh, we didn't have this problem on the Trump. The Mexican people didn't come here on the Trump." All right, they did. They just got deported. What what's going on is, let me read this article real quick because okay. this is the crux of the whole situation. This is back. Well, no, let's let's go with Maxine Waters because she's making some claims first. Auntie I like, Maxine, I like hearing Maxine. I'm pissed. I'm unhappy, and I'm not just unhappy with the cowboys who were running down Haitians and using their reins to whip them. I'm happy with the administration. We are following the Trump policy. He is the one that does not follow the Constitution and would not allow those seeking refuge to be able to petition to get into the country. What the hell are we doing here? What we witness takes us back hundreds of years. What we witnessed was worse than what we witnessed in slavery. Cowboys 
with their reins again, whipping black people, Haitians, into the water where they're scrambling and falling down. And all they're trying to do is escape from violence in their country. Yes, it is unfortunate that it is the poorest country in this hemisphere. It is unfortunate that they have no stable government right now. It is unfortunate that they've had to live through earthquakes. I've been working with Haitians for 30 years. I've been working through two coup d'etats. I went to the Central African Republic and I brought back Aristide after he was exiled into the Central African Republic. They have always been between Canada and France and the United States treated worse than anybody else. And so, yes, we are here and we are organized and we're saying to the president and everybody else, you got to stop this madness. And I want to know in the first place, who's paying these cowboys to do this work? They've got to be gotten rid of. They've we paying them. The taxpayers, it ain't you. I mean, I don't know if she understands what the cowboys are, but they're border patrol. Right. Like, their job is to secure the border. The border. Like. That's what we paying for. That's, they're just doing their jobs. I mean, I know that sounds like some Nazi shit, but they're, they're literally just doing their jobs. Like, this is what they're supposed to do. Now, I know I'm treading the water again. I ain't see nobody physically get whipped. And I'm not saying that didn't happen. And I'm not making no excuses. But it seems like they were trying to intimidate these people who are crossing the border illegally. And they're like, yo, go back. Maybe they said some charged up shit that sounds like, go back to your country. And that shit ain't right. Mm -hmm. But why are the Haitians here? That is the issue that ain't nobody talking about. And I'm getting to it. But when Maxine Waters is like, yo, the Cowboys is whipping these guys. Like, yo, hold up, man. Do you really know what's going on down there at the border? Mm. It don't seem like she do. And it's it, this is that same bullshit that Trump would do where you would just rile up a base and get them to get on your side because it's the moral thing to do. It's not right when you're telling them a motherfucking lie. Mm. Like you're not you're not explaining the situation thoroughly. Now, she's talking about Trump don't follow the Constitution. All right. One of the, the I say this a lot, but our federal government main job is to secure the border. The border has not been secured for multiple years. Mm. This shit didn't just happen the four years Trump was president. Maxine Waters said she's been doing dealing with this shit for 30 years. Well, why ain't they situation better? Mm. How about we talk to the Clintons who stole all this money from the Haitians? Where that shit at? But y'all don't want to talk about some real shit. You want to point fingers at motherfuckers here. You want to point fingers like, oh, these motherfuckers is coming here. We don't want them to come here. Okay, well, let them fix up their situation. They've been hit again and again with earthquakes, assassinations, all this bullshit. It's a lot of shit that they've been getting a lot of fucked up situations. But how these, how these people, I was about to say niggas, but how did these people get from Mexico to America? Hey, is Haiti, Mexico, America? How the fuck they get through there? That's a good question. You ain't nobody answering that question either. I failed geography. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I got, a, I got a straight F. I got another video clip. Let's get into this. It's going to break it down a little bit more. Then I'll finally tell you why the Haitians are here. Chaos and outrage at the southern border tonight. This makeshift camp of mostly Haitian men, women, and children 
is shrinking in Del Rio, Texas, after nearly a thousand were flown back to their homeland. A lot of these Haitians actually left their country years ago. Tonight, NBC2's Christy Soto spoke to local Haitians about why so many are now trying to reach the U.S. The people I spoke with today say Haitians are coming to the United States in hopes for a better life. And the Haitian community here wants the people under this bridge in Del Rio to have that opportunity. I came here for a better life, so I'm living my American dream. Now Jeanette Genvier wants the thousands of Haitians at the border to live out the American dream too. They already got here, so please give them a chance to stay, live their dreams. The people are hopeless, they're desperate. Haitians are sleeping on dirt under the Del Rio Bridge. Criminals get treated better than the people right now that are at the border. The Haitian American Community Coalition in Southwest Florida is trying to find ways to help. We feel hopeless at this point on what we can do. Hundreds of Haitians are now being deported back to Haiti. There's nothing back home in Haiti. Those people have no place to go. Many leaving their home country, hoping to find a new start in the U.S. They need to provide the folks with an opportunity to, to better their lives, just like the Cubans. Experts say proving asylum is not that easy. Persecution on the basis of race or religion or membership in a particular social group. And they're just going back and that is really where you see the difference between the Cubans and the Haitians. The criteria to establish asylum in the United States would not be met given the current situation in Haiti. Now Haitians are demanding change. It's a humanitarian effort that we do need to rally against. Protests have already begun in Miami. You can see a group of protesters here stop traffic at an intersection in Miami right now. We don't know if any protests are planned here in our area. Live in studio, Chrissy Soto, NBC2. Advocates in utter disbelief after Biden resumed Haitian repatriation. Human rights advocations are enraged at Biden administration for resuming repatriation flights to Haiti despite the country's ongoing political and economic and environment dis environmental disasters. The Immigration and Custom Enforcement ICE on Wednesday expelled 86 Haitian nationals from the United States and flew them back to Haiti. ICE would continue to carry out the mass deportation of our Haitian neighbors with Haiti in the midst of the worst political, public health, and economic crisis. Yet it is cruel and callous, said one of the Democratic representatives. ICE did not return a request for a comment, but anyway. Excuse me. Let me skip down to this. That's their root bill. Yeah, man. I shouldn't have been drinking that shit. I did. <laughs> We're in utter disbelief that Biden administration would depart the Haitians after they were hit with a 7.2 magnitude earthquake. The president, Joe Biden, released a statement saying that the United States was a friend of Haiti and a friend does not continuously infect pain and other friends on other friends said. I don't know this name. I'm just skipping about. Casey All right. Joe. The news of the renewed Haitian deportation flight is the type of moral indefensible news that we would have expected to see from the Trump administration and not only the Biden administration given the instability and the suffering on the ground in Haiti the last thing we should do, be doing is departing Haitians these departing flights should stop the full stop said Frank Sherry as executive of American Voice Haitians okay where is the spot uh, I should have just took better okay I'm just going we free balling all right 
During the Trump administration, there was this thing called MPP. I need to explain. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know me. I need to explain what MPP is because that is the whole crux of the situation. They got another clip. I'm down with MPP. Me too. Yeah, you know me. Okay. MPP is Migrant Protection Protocols. This was the Trump administration's way of repatriating illegal immigrants from America back to whatever country they came from. So under the Trump administration, anybody who was caught as an illegal immigrant would not be allowed to stay in America. They would send them back to whatever country you came from. Now, previously, if you were looking for asylum seeking, there was kind of like a loophole. You would not be sent back to that country. You would be able to stay within America during the time that you're being processed in as an American. Mm. Trump said, nah, send their asses back. So when they started sending back, that dramatically decreased the number of people who were coming here because they were now knowing that they're being sent back. When Biden won, that Trump era was reversed. They took it back. So they basically going back to the way immigration worked before Trump presidency. So this is MPP. 2019, the U.S. government has been transporting many people who crossed the southern U.S. border seeking asylum back to Mexico, even though they are not Mexican. The policy is formally called the Migrant Protection Protocols. It's also known as Remain in Mexico. That's where they await a court date to make their asylum case before a U.S. immigration judge. They still have the same rights. They're still, gonna, they're still able to apply for asylum, only this time they're going to do it a little bit further south. There is not a consistent pattern of who is sent back to Mexico. Many are returned to parts of the northern Mexican border that the U.S. State Department has warned are unsafe to travel because of security concerns. And now, Mexico is busing some returnees to the country's southern border with Guatemala. All right. So basically the way it works was, like I said, if you were seeking asylum and you were able to stay within America, sometimes the paperwork would take a couple years and you get lost in the sauce. And now you're just an illegal immigrant in America. Mm. The way Trump was trying to do it under his administration was send people back. A lot of people are saying that's not the way it should work. That's immoral. That's wrong. That's then change the immigration policies. Thank you. That's what everybody keeps saying it. But for some fucking reason, the politics keep coming up. But the prop that's the problem. I have I have a couple friends who it took them literally seven years to become a U.S. citizen. Exactly. And we it's a lot to, of money. We're tw- we're in 2021. It should not take seven years for a person to come over here, do it the right way. You want to know why people want to be are here illegally? Because y'all niggas don't want to catch up with the fucking future and fucking change the way we do this shit. Mm. If we would change it, guess what? We would mm. have way more people with papers. We'd have be able to tax whoever the fuck we needed to tax. Mm. But taking seven years to become a citizen of the United States who have to consistently pay money, take tests, and go through bullshit, red tape, because if you miss... One thing in one of these meetings that you have to do, you're fucked. Yeah. You make the process so hard. And no, I'm not saying easy make the process easy, but I really feel like we're in a we're in a world, we're in a a, a technological world that some of this red tape can be cleared out. We can handle this shit the way we need to handle it, and we wouldn't have to worry about so many illegal people here. Mm. Y'all motherfuckers make the problem, then complain about the problem. Then you want to get mad about the problem. So this is part of the issue. Back in February, let me see. Did I say that article? It's crazy. Yeah, here it is. You got to go into incognito mode to go to their site. 
Acting like I don't know how to get the incognito <laughs> mode. Oh. I, do all, I do it all the time. <laughs> all right. Prominent black lawmakers are urging Biden. This is from February. I don't know if I said that, but prominent black lawmakers are urging Biden administration to stop expelling migrants to the nations such as Haiti mm-hmm. that are engulfed in political turmoil, fearing that they could be harmed or killed. Hundreds of immigrants have been swept out of the United States in recent days. A blow the group has been counting on as the President Biden and Vice President Harris, the daughter of an immigrant, the first black vice president to halt deportation and overturn the Trump administration hardline immigration policies. The Biden attempted to pause most deportations. Damn, that root beer is fucking me up. (laughs) The Biden attempted to pause most deportations on January 20th, but federal judge temporarily blocked the move. Immigration officials say that recent removal matched Biden's new enforcement priorities, such as the people who recently crossed the border or who were convicted in serious crimes, but advocates say immigrants are being sent to nations where they could face danger. Mm. The communities, hold on, let me find. There's a part where they talk about, here we go. Homeland Security, I'm not going to say his name, Mayorkas. <laughs> Homeland Security, whatever Mayorkas said Friday, that he will allow approximately 2,500,000 2, immigrants who have been waiting for months in Mexico under the program called Migrant Protection Protocols, or MPP, to enter the United States starting next week. This is back in February. To seek asylum. President Donald Trump created the program in physical 2019, the year nearly a million migrants crossed into the United States. So basically, the long and the short is, the Trump administration set a new policy that if people are coming here to seek asylum, which is a good thing, which is what we should support. Right. That's what we say. Hey, America, bring us your your weak, your tired, your whatever you you know. You're poor. Yeah. We we want people to come here to seek asylum, but there's multiple ways that you can do that. You if you come in directly from Haiti seeking asylum, you can come in. But if you come in from Mexico seeking asylum, that's not one of those countries that we allow. Mm-hmm. So these people who are coming here, these Haitians have been living in Mexico for years. And and now that the word has come out that this MPP program is going away, they just kind of like rush the border and they coming in. So it, well, because of where they're coming from, we can't accept them. And then Mexico has been helping us out. But since we're no longer policing this shit, they no longer sending these motherfuckers back to Guatemala. They don't want them, apparently. So it's like, who's going to take these Haitians? So the world, what what I feel like is being left out of this conversation is the changing of the guard. Like since we switched from the Trump administration to the Biden administration, the MPP protocols are no longer being enforced. But mm-hmm. there was this judge that recently came out saying that, no, we got to uphold these Trump era immigrations that you can't just roll this shit out. Like we're still going to enforce this. Right. So. The, the what it seems like what happened was word got out that we no longer send them motherfuckers back home. So you can just come in. You can come to America. And then when they got here, they found out like, yo, nah, nigga, we still enforcing this shit. You can't come here. So the the, the border police, the border patrol guys are sitting there trying to do their job and they sitting there like, yo, what is this shit? We ain't got enough equipment to handle all this. What do y'all want us to give do? Them, give them horses. And they gave them horses. 
It's so they got all these motherfuckers down there. I don't think the people are in the wrong. Like the Haitians are trying to get to a better situation. Like everybody's gonna try to do that. Then the, the border patrol, they like, yo, bro, this is my job. I'm supposed to secure the border. What am I supposed to do? Then you got the president and the vice president down talking to niggas on the horses because they trying to do their job. It's like, yo, where's my support? But that makes it look like they don't know what's going on. They don't know what's going on. I barely know what's going on. I had to fucking research this shit. You think that Washington, you think that our president and vice president would do the same thing. And that's why I started this conversation (laughs) off was how is this shit going right? What has been going right under Biden's administration? We got a lot of people got vaccinated. All right, cool. So (laughs) it's a lot of communication that's not happening and it's it's conflicting. So the Haitians that are here are seeking asylum. Mm. So a lot of them have been allowed in like 8,000 of them are apparently coming into America. Mm -hmm. Now this article from back in February said that they were going to let in approximately 2,500,000 migrants. And then the news has the nerves to tell us, yo, it's like 15,000 of them down here. Where did they all come from? Why are they all here? Like the news ain't doing they fucking job explaining none of this shit. They ain't get the word from the Washington Post? (laughs) No, they ain't know how to get any cotton. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the last clip and then I'm done with this shit. Trump hasn't built his wall, but he's found other ways to create an invisible force field at the border. The main thing his administration's doing there is a policy called MPP, the Migrant Protection Protocols. Under this cruel regime, tens of thousands of people who ask for our help are being dumped back into Mexico to fend for themselves. Let's go through it. Here's how things worked before Trump. Someone fleeing persecution in their country could come to the US to ask for help. First, they would be processed in a detention center. Then they would be released in the US or kept in detention while their asylum case worked through the courts. It was far from a perfect system, and it's hard to win asylum, but it did give most people a chance to find a lawyer, go to their court hearings, and maybe even stay with family. The whole process could take months or even years. Now, under Trump, when people flee to the US and ask for our help, we send them back into Mexico to wait out the months in between their asylum court hearings. Many end up in makeshift refugee camps, like this one in Matamoros, Mexico, That's because they're dropped over the border with nothing. No real explanation, no support, just a pile of papers, mainly in English, which few understand. This is MPP. And we're not putting people just any place in Mexico. MPP is intentionally stranding them in some of the most dangerous towns in the world, just across the border. Places like Matamoros and Nuevo Laredo, which are run by cartels. They systematically prey on migrants by kidnapping, extorting, and even killing them. In fact, since MPP started in January 2019, there have been 816 reports of rape, kidnapping, assault, and murder of asylum seekers in Mexico. This includes 201 kidnappings or attempted kidnappings of children. The U.S. government knows this. The State Department has even issued do not travel warnings for some of these areas. That's the same threat level as Syria and Iraq. All right, clearly I got this clip and it's extremely left-leaning i'm i'm cool with that i don't have no problems with it unfortunately the issue with this mpp situation is what is our law like are we selectively enforcing this because it's the morally right thing to do Mm. like are we saying that it's okay for people to come into this country illegally because they need help all right i'm with you on that 
But the only pushback that I will give you is we have homeless people here. Again, I point this shit out all the time. We got homeless veterans here. Mm-hmm. Like, how can how can you tell me as an American that I got to take care of the rest of the world when my own fellow Americans are starving on the streets here and they can't get a house? You know what I'm saying? So motherfuckers just coming in and rushing the border. Yo, I'm not, I'm, I feel for you, bruh, but hey, my nigga down the street up under the bridge, he need a place too. Mm-hmm. I can't take care of everybody. Like we got, our resources are, 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 are thin. We can't house the world coming here. Mm-hmm. Like when, are, is it fair to say no? Like I can't take you. Yes. then why the fuck don't we do it? Nobody want to make that decision? We got a persona to keep up. (laughs) Nigga, every time America is being put to the test to show this exceptionalism, we fail. We fail. It's been a long time since I've seen it. We fall flat on our face. Right. It ain't our fault. It is our fault. A lot of this Haitian shit is, is from American meddling and and the drugs and shit. If we didn't have the appetite for drugs in America, a lot of these countries wouldn't be so fucked up like they are. Mm-hmm. But I ain't the one who can fix the world, but I'm just explaining the situation. We can't selectively choose what laws we want to enforce. Now, if you seek an asylum, cool. All right. We're going to work with you. But if the system is that you got to stay in the country that you coming from before you can come here, then you can't just rush the border, bruh. They some of these Haitians, I know I'm saying all the wrong shit, but fucking this is how I feel. Some of these Haitians have been staying in Mexico for 10, 20 years, mm-hmm. and now they coming to America. Like, bro, just because you think that Biden, well, it's Biden's fault because he said, "Yo, we gonna you know change immigration, we are gonna allow people to come in." We can't just have open borders. Like the the issue with the Haitians coming here is that y'all are allowing the the Afghanians to come here. If you're going to give the Afghanians money to start up a, a, a life here in America, you're going to help them get a house, then you need to do that shit with everybody. Mm-hmm. Keep that shit an even playing field. But you, you're not. You're selectively enforcing this shit. So you can't, you can't be selective about this shit. That's MPP. That's the whole Haitian situation. Motherfuckers is here because they're looking for a better situation. But now, as Americans, we got to decide on what do we really care. Like, I, I don't fault the people of these border towns being upset. Like, they like, yo, these people are coming over here. They, some of them are criminals, not all. You know, a lot of people would twist this shit around and say, oh, they, they, they're bringing drugs across. Yeah, I would, too, if I got to sell some shit. And y'all mm. niggas like to buy this shit. What else I'm going to do? <laughs> I know what Americans like. Right. Donuts and drugs. Shit. So, these motherfuckers D&D. is coming here. <laughs> They coming over here looking for an opportunity, but then when they get here, they've been they've heard or they've been told that you can come to America. They get here and the motherfuckers send their ass back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are we gonna do? So, I mean, immigration has been an issue for years. Mm-hmm. You know, and it ain't gonna change. You know what they just said? All right, we're no longer gonna. We're, we're, they came out and they were like, "Yo, we're gonna make some changes." They taking the horses away. <laughs> It don't look so bad without the horse. <laughs> it don't look bad. Did anybody write a... Somebody should have wrote up a mock-up for some Jeeps or something, nigga. Like, why... I, Bruh, you know it what? was... They did this thing where they were trying to make a wall. And I was like, what are y'all doing? 
They put all these cars together to make a wall. Like, bro, you know how small that section is? Like, I'm going to go around that shit. Like, I, the theatrics are getting to me. <laughs> it's a wall. The, the theatrics are getting to me. It's like every side is trying to show that they big and bad. But, bro, this is a real issue, and a lot of people are hurting. Like, I'm, I'm sad for these people. Mm. I hate that they get swept up in this system, but we can't take everybody in. Mm. Like... Not saying that they doing all bad things, but it's niggas here need help. Yeah, worry about home before you worry right. about everybody else. I don't know why that feels. I can't say that, but it feels wrong to say. Why? Because that's how I feel. We suffering, right? Like it's. I know a lot of people who are living che- paycheck to paycheck, and worse than that, motherfuckers going to these uh, cash advance places mm-hmm. with the interest is exorbitant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but it is. It is. Today. The shit's like super high. Like people are just struggling just to make the bills paid. Then you see this shit on TV like, yo, bitch, I got my own problems. I'm sorry, man. Y'all niggas got to go. Watch I get all kinds of hate emails about this shit. Yeah, you open yourself up for it. So fuck it. (laughs) What we got? I'm going to cut that. (laughs) Y'all niggas got to (laughs) go. That sounded bad. That's not a lie. It ain't, but... I'll take the heat for this one. We have to worry about home and we have to worry about ourselves. I think America always wants to put themselves out there in other countries and, and interfere and save and help when we, when we are struggling here, Mm. like we need to kind of rebuild our foundation again and then worry about the rest of the world. Do you we ha- have too many things happening here. Do you us. have a better understanding of the Haitian situation? Mm-hmm. I ain't never heard about MPP. I didn't either. Yeah, you know me. I I, I made that same <laughs> joke. We was laying in the bed the other day. Not we, but me and my girlfriend, we was laying in the bed. And I was like, yo, what is this MPP shit? And then I went down a rabbit hole of that shit. And I was like, oh, this is the problem. The, the other issue is, is like, you see them selectively enforcing some things for certain people like you tell all the american people you got to get vaccinated before if you if you want to go to work you got to have a vaccine in you they not testing these people at the border they not vaccinating how pretty these people vaccine at the border. Hmm? How, how the vaccine look because if vaccine <laughs> fine it, it might be a might, few vaccines vaccine might, might be able to get in me hey, she, she can inject you <laughs> all day all day night <laughs> Yes. Hey, that's what they looking for. They looking for some citizenship. Ooh, vaccine. They looking for some citizenship. Sure There's bad, multiple girl. pathways. Getting married is one of them. See what I'm saying? <laughs> but it, it's just kind of weird when you see them forcing Americans to do this thing, and then you're not doing the same thing for these people down at the border. Right. So that's all, people. I'm just trying to explain the situation. I feel like this is being left out. The policies change. People were under the assumption that they could come here because the borders, I guess, wide open. And they still closed, apparently. But whatever. Y'all voted for these niggas. Y'all figure it out. Exactly. Guys, <laughs> I know you're going to hit the shit. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us for the podcast. We appreciate you. We will catch you guys next week. Peace out. She is kind of fucking with my money, but I meant everything I said. <laughs> and I'll say it again. BYK Radio. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. 
Never go for a retard. 